Hello, STL Nation. It's your boy, Mike Macmasunis. How's it going, guys? Woohoo! So excited for you guys to hear this amazing, super fun episode. Oh, man. And again, just like last year, I am doing what they call a quote unquote in podcasting land cold intro. And the reason why I did it last year is to kind of explain how the episode was going to go because it was the first time we had ever done that. So uh, the reason why I'm doing it this time is just to kind of go over a few things that I didn't get a chance to talk about in the episode or just to kind of clear a few things up. So just to give you a quick reminder of just how we did it last year, you know, it was the first time we had Jameson on to do a top 10 songs with the movies. And essentially it was like 30 songs. I mean, cause my 10, Jameson's 10, Tabby's 10, you know, there's no way I was gonna play 30 songs. So I essentially took, you know, 30 seconds of Jameson, 30 seconds of Tabby, and then it would just roll into my song. So that still is the same formula. And uh, I got a lot of great feedback about that last year. Everybody said the, the episode just flowed perfectly. That's exactly how I'm gonna do it this time. Uh, so just like before, Jameson will go first, Tabby, and then myself, and then uh, the clips start and so on and so forth. So the things I wanted to talk about real quick before you get into this. Uh, today is February 7th. We actually recorded this last weekend, and I waited a little bit to edit, and I'm kind of glad I did because in doing so, I uh, found a new STL uh, fan, and it's pretty awesome when that happens because when you've been doing this show as long as I have been doing uh, motivation sometimes kind of goes out the window and and needless to say when you get new fresh blood if you will it just kind of reinvigorates you and it's like it's pretty awesome when somebody is just a big fan of something you recorded years ago and this is kind of a celebration episode in just a couple of days on Wednesday it is going to be the nine-year anniversary of Sweep Delay Podcast. I can't believe I've been doing this show for nine years. And back in the heyday, we were doing an episode every single week. I remember one time in October, I did like nine episodes. It was insane. And uh, the cool thing is, is that I've been going back and listening because I had asked the, the person, his name is Trey, he's a really cool guy. I said, hey, what got you into STL? And it was the Can't Buy Me Love episode. I went back and listened to him like, man, that episode was so freaking good. Jameis and I just had such a great time on that episode, reminding me of the movie game, what movie am I? So, And then it just got me in thinking I had to listen to Coming to America and hearing Time Traveling Peter for the first time on the show. It was just so great. And just to hear how shy he was and now how big of a podcast empire he has now it was just it's awesome to go back and reminisce so for 2020 it just got me pumped up so this is kind of a celebration episode it's the first episode of 2020 and my goal is to do uh two episodes a month i want to get 20 episodes out if at all possible. Jameson and I are super pumped to get back together again. We're going to try to really make our schedules work this time. And uh, I'm super, super just kind of reinvigorated again. And it, it's awesome. So this episode you're going to hear is the year end episode, my favorite episode of the year to do. But this is a celebration episode, celebrating nine years of STL. And there's been there's been some, you know, there's been a lot of highs, just a few lows. Those lows were usually trying to get the right formula or get the right co-host. And definitely everything turned around when Jameson and I got together and just popped out every single episode we could do, coming up with these games and 
that's when everything started to take off. And then, of course, when Tabby got diagnosed with type 1 diabetes and, you know, I decided to quit the show, you know, it only took three months to come back, but it was a long three months. And uh, it's what I like to call chapter two. And everybody seems to respond really good to Tabby. And then, you know, as Jameson kind of said on the Coming to America episode, it's really hard sometimes to balance three people. I think we do a pretty good job of Jameson you know, Tabby and I, I think we all just have a good time. And, and uh, I'm looking forward to what this year has to uh, has in store for us. And there's a vote up there for just kind of a game plan of, of what to look forward to. And there's a lot of movies out there that are getting some love. So in this episode, there's just a few things um, I wanted to go over really quick before we roll into it. It's a super long episode. You're probably going to have to take a couple of days to, to listen to this, break it up, do whatever you need to do. It's entirely up to you. It's now in your hands. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, a couple different things. Um, Tabby had a really hard year this year personally. She got her first uh, her first love, uh, if you will, and broke her heart. So, you know, she she struggled a lot. And music really, as it does for most people, it's the universal language, really helped her out a lot. And not really to spoil anything, but, you know, there's going to be... I, some people might be kind of pissed off in this episode because... Uh, Skillet gets, spoiler alert, Skillet gets a lot of love on this episode. And, uh, you know, Skillet is the band that I, I call the STL band because it's the band that gets played the most. But it's also the band that just seems to, you know, there's at least one song for any listener out there. And it just, uh, you know, this there was a new album that came out and it, it hit her list a lot. So, you know, if you get tired of, of Skillet, I'm sorry. I'm going to tell you that now, but don't worry. There's other songs besides Skillet. I just want to say that there's going to be some, you know, crossover between her and I. And it's just because their album came out. We listened to it a lot and it, and it really, really helped her out and got her through some really hard times this year. And, uh, you know, I just kind of want to give you a little spoiler alert that uh, hopefully that doesn't bother you too much. And, uh, you know, if you don't like it, you can just fast forward. Eh, that's the beauty of the podcast, right? Uh, a couple other things, um, you know, you're going to hear some stuff in the background. You know, somebody opening a can or, you know, you'll hear the heater on or, you know, I hate swallowing in podcasts, but... You know, I tried to get rid of that as much as I could. So this is it's kind of unedited, if you will. It was just us being real. And that's something I always want to have in STLs to be real. Of course, I try to keep I clean things up as much as I can to make it as professional as I can. But at the same time, we're all hanging out together. You guys are all my friends. I love you guys. You've been with me for nine years. I'm not going to hide stuff. So if you hear a heater, if you hear notes, don't yeah, don't get pissed off. All right. You know, it, it's just it's just this hanging out. In fact, there's actually a funny moment that's going to happen middle of the episode or towards the end of the episode that was unexpected. My wife comes home and there's a real funny conversation between Jameson and Tabby. And I left it in because you know what? Uh, the STL, we keep it real. So, you know, usually I cut that crap out and put it at the end. But, you know, I kind of put a short version in. You could hear the full version when you get to the end, if you will. So I hope you guys really enjoy this. And uh, hopefully, I guess I just wanted to say thank you so much for all the love support. It's definitely, 
you know, all of that is what makes me want to keep going. When I get the positive, you know, feedback and and the and the love and the voting and the emails and the interaction on Facebook and then the new listeners coming in, it just it makes it so worth it. And I can't believe it's been nine years. And we're three episodes away to the 200th episode. So we're going to do something big. I don't know what that is. We will figure it out together. So this episode is huge, but it was super fun to do. It was super awesome. And it really was very good times. And uh, in 2020, we are looking to get back together as much as possible. Jameson and I with Tabby, play some, you know, play some What Movie Am I? Play some awesome music for you guys and, and just get back to the old days if we can. So uh, I, that's it, guys. I'm going to sign off for my cold intro. I know it's super freaking long for a cold intro. You're like, damn, dude, just get to the episode already. But, you know, just being real. So here we go, guys. Let's roll into the uh, the big, huge episode of STL's top 10 movies and songs of 2019. So here we go. New rule is you can't slow me down. You understand? Put those on. So what I says go. I say jump, you say how high. How high. There it is. Rule number one, don't slow me down. Rule number two, I'm in charge. And you're going to carry your own weight. You are in charge. That's right. You are in charge. Exactly. Come on. Hey, what's rule number one? What's rule number one? Party? No, not party. No, it's not party. Heroes never die. Gonna make it to the finish line. We know we survive. Even if we crawl to the finish line. I'm a Underdog dreaming. Don't need no cheers. Who's gonna say it? Heroes never die. Gonna make it to the finish line. Welcome to Sweep Delay Podcast. This is your host with the most, Mike Macmasunas. How's everybody doing today? Doing great. Welcome back to another new episode. The episode, my favorite episode of the year, the year-end episode. With me today, I have two very special, important people. Number one, I got T-Mac. How are you doing today, girl? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? I bet they're they're just yelling the answer right at their iPods right now. And then special guest, the dude I haven't talked to in like, what, a year. Good old Jameson, very good rabbit. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great. I'm so happy to be sitting here with us. I think that I'm the special one. Tabby, you're the great one. He said we're special and great. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. So uh, how have you been, man? I have. I've been listening to you for a year. But I haven't talked to you outside of text messages. How are you doing, man? How's life? Catch me up on life because the STL Nation loves to hear our crazy stories together. So what's yeah. going on, man? Yeah, things are good. Uh, you know, not not a whole lot uh, different than last time. You know, just kind of kicking along, uh, watching a crap ton of movies and uh, staying very busy in life. And, uh, you know, finally... Finally got done with my Santa Claus gig. <laughs> now I'm shocking people with a jet black beard, which does not look natural on me. Uh, so that's been frightening people that haven't seen me in a while. And uh, yeah, just kind of having fun now. This is my this is one of my favorite times of year as far as movies goes because I get to sit and talk about all the stuff that we spent the year watching and 
what was good and what was terrible. Yeah, and just to recap, uh, last year when we did this, this was the first time that all three of us did this together. And to recap for those, if you don't remember, uh, it was very fun because we had a very crazy list. See, you have real reviews, which you gave your list on, and then on mm -hmm. Flicks, you did the same thing. But this right. time on, on STL, you do your favorites to try to make it a little bit different so everybody's not like, I know what Jameson's list is. I just watched this show. So that's what's fun about it when you come on here. And then when we get into music, we're all, you know, you are very eclectic into the bands that you are, which is so awesome because there's so many people that were just like, dude, that was awesome. The song Jameson totally dug. It was good time you know and of course me and tabby are more into the famous poppy stuff whatever but you you're all like i gotta go searching down the dark hole to see what kind of greatness i can find and that's what's so fun about this episode so i i live i kid you not i live for this episode and the fact that we are finally together is just it's it's so good man it's a great way i've been having terrible terrible two months but today is the first day where I'm feeling super happy and super excited. So I'm so happy to have you on. I'm so glad we were able to make this work, dude. It's so uh, yeah, I'm just glad that it's able to happen because for a while there, it was starting to look like this might not happen. Yeah. <laughs> life life gets in the way way too often. It's true. Uh, the next time we get together will be the 2020 yeah, exactly. uh, year-end <laughs> episode. <laughs> Remember that old Devolution Man thing? Yeah, that'll happen at some point. <laughs> That's right. Maybe the retirement episode. Or like year three of demolition man yeah i know right so um the way we're gonna do this guys is we're going to get into a, a, a question about honorable mentions do we want to get in because i know like when we would do it's time for five you like to save the honorable mentions towards the end that way it didn't spoil anything for people getting into the list mm -hmm. do we want to do the same thing or do we just want to go off our honorable mentions right away and then the people that are pissed off can just turn off the show and be like well oh, my geez. my thing wasn't wasn't included <laughs> in their list so screw them whatever you want them to turn it off right away <laughs> no not really but right. i'm just asking your opinion what what do you think we should do it's your show mike what does Tabby want to do? Yeah. She, it's her show, really. <laughs> it's true. She's taking over for me when I'm done. So, yeah. What do you want to do, girl? I mean, it's really just up to you guys. That, that does not I help. I don't want to like spoil like what's not on my list, but at the same time, let's save I want to. Let, yeah. yeah, let's save it to. We could do like in the middle. No, no. You like, know what? Let's save it because the end. Let's, yeah. keep, let's keep the people on their toes, right? There you go. Yeah, there we go. So what we're going to do is we're going to start with our number 10 favorite movie of 2019 and then uh jameson will go tabby will go i'll go and then we'll roll into our number 10 song of 2019 and uh, typically the way it works is because we don't want to make this a four-hour show so i usually do a 30 second clip of jameson's song 30 second clip of tabby's song and then i play you know it's my show so i play my full <laughs> song because that's just that's how i always do it it's kind of like stl underground mixed in with the regular show and it worked out really good great feedback last year so if it's not broke don't fix it right and, that's right. and jameson's very good at keeping track because i'm always like where are we at he's like dude we're on this i'm like so <laughs> so you do that man you okay you keep things in check like you did last year all right so so um, now let's preference this. This is favorite. This doesn't mean these are the most 
greatest movies of 2019. It doesn't mean that these are Oscar worthy because Jameson is, you know, Jason, Jameson's all about the Oscars. So sure. he, he, Jameson is the, the now Siskel and Ebert of 2019 and 20. But the cool thing is what I love about you is you're very balanced. You're very like, you're cynical when you need to be, but you know what a fun brain dead movie is and in, you enjoy that. For example, Hobbs and Shaw. You knew exactly what that was walking in and you had a really good time with it. And you know if a movie's a piece of trash like, uh, you know, 47 meters down, <laughs> yeah. you're gonna tell people stay the hell away from it. So that's what I love. You have the perfect balance and congratulations on your 300th episode of Real Reviews. That's pretty yeah. awesome, dude. That's pretty fun, that's pretty fun. Um, yeah, so what I do for my list uh, this year is it's not even necessarily like favorite movies because I what I did with my list this year was movies that I had the most fun watching. Yeah, movies that I just enjoyed. These might like I put out my full. I I I ranked two hundred and twelve movies from this past year that I saw. Insane. And so these are going to be all over that list. But some of them I have fun because they're just stupid. Some of them I have fun because I'm like blown away by it. But it's movies that I enjoyed, movies that I uh, like to rewatch. Right. You know, right. it's fun. You exactly. like to rewatch it. Exactly. There's movies that are, you know, that I think are phenomenal that I'm like, yeah, that's probably a one time watch. That's horribly depressing. I, I love it, but. It, it's small doses. Yeah, like but this her- is not that list. Right, like Hereditary. I'll never watch that movie ever again. <laughs> right. You know, that, that just jacked me up for life. So you know, whatever. Exactly. So awesome. So let's get into it, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm very excited to hear what is your number ten favorite movie of 2019, sir. So movie that I really love because it's just kind of it falls into one of my favorite genres. I love like space action. Um, it just anytime there's something going on, you know, like aliens or anything like that. And so there's a movie that came out this year starring Brad Pitt called Ad Astra. Oh, okay. Where yep. It's like, it's kind of a quiet film at, at first, but so much happens. He's sent to go into space uh, to travel off to like the far cosmos to find his dad, played by Tommy Lee Jones, who they think is like sending off these these sound waves basically that are causing massive problems with our atmosphere on earth. And so Brad Pitt's the only man who can get to him. And so it's cool. Like it's, I've, it has things in it that I've never seen in a space movie. Like he's got to get out to like Uranus. And so at one point he stops at the moon and the moon is like, Mad Max land, like every country is like staking claims to pieces of the moon and you land there and like there's just warring factions and tribes all over the moon. It's like, well, I've never thought of this before. Nice. And, uh, you know, he's like hopping his way across the solar system trying to get to his dad and just there's like insane things happening all over the place as he goes. And uh, so it's like alternately serious all with with fun action and and really cool special effects. And it's just, it's one of those that falls right in my wheelhouse. So Ed Astro is a movie that I absolutely love this year. Nice. Yes. Uh, Science fiction movies, hard to find good ones. And when you do, they're, they're really good gems. Um, Yeah. We had a lot of bad ones this year. Yeah. You know, um, Terminator Dark Fate is not Mm -hmm. on my list. I did like it, but you know, I was like, it was really, it was good it was way better than the other movies in the yeah. past, but it, I was like, you know what? I'm still okay with being done with T2. You know, be, <laughs> yeah. be, I think it's because of this because I know there's no sequel coming. Uh, the ending is just like, well, that now I have, you know, there's no closure for me. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's closure in T2. 
you know. Uh, yep. I, I liked Dark Fate. It's in my honorable mentions, but not on my list. But good science fiction movie, but, you know, it's not like T2, you know. And science fiction movies are super fun, and that's awesome. I, I know about this movie. I haven't checked it out, but it sounds like it's super fun. And I like Brad Pitt. And what's really cool is Brad Pitt has seemed to have chilled out. He's not, you know, he kind of came off as a real... Uh, like arrogant dude for a real long time and just recently at his acceptance speech the whole peace talk about like yeah. try to be nice to somebody else that you don't know you could brighten up their day that was really cool you know so I think Brad Pitt has chilled out in his old age or as he's getting older so I really enjoy Brad Pitt movies versus trying to watch a Tom Cruise movie I'm like eh, I don't really want to watch that <laughs> so so very cool so T-Mac what is your number 10 favorite movie of 2019? Well, my number 10 is Terminator Dark Fate. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's cool. You know what's awesome is that I'm really happy that you that you like Terminator and I've never shown Tabby the other movies. Only I feel like that's why one, I like it. Only one, two, and this. Because it's I, I said I'm going to show you the Sarah Connor trilogy because I, I showed her Terminator right when I knew this movie was coming out. So I in the back of my mind, I knew if she liked Terminator 1 and 2, I would never show her the other movies just to see how she would like this one. So from a fresh perspective, since I have kind of the baggage of the other movies, tell me why you enjoyed it so much. This is interesting. I really enjoy this movie because like you, it's the Sarah Connor trilogy. Like, I grew up with Sarah Connor. Like, I didn't grow up watching the other movies, as you said. Right. And I just really enjoyed this movie. I kind of figured the ending, but, I mean, I really enjoyed the movie at the same time. Like, I was you, kind you of sad. You mean the, the cliffhanger? Yeah. Well, it's not a cliffhanger, but it's opening up for a sequel. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. I was kind of sad, but at the same time, I'm like... Yeah, I was excited. I was like, I had fun watching it. Yeah, what I what I really enjoy, Jameson, with this movie is I like the callbacks to one and two of like, hey, remember that scene? Mm -hmm. I thought that was kind of not as great as Cobra Kai does it. So, but yeah. and and let's face it, people, if Cobra Kai Cobra Kai would be our number one, it but it's a TV show, so that that's our one. favorite movie of the year. We're gonna spoil <laughs> that now, but it's not a movie, so we had to take it off the list. But Tabby and I, you know what, Cobra Kai, we Cobra watched Kai that. never die. And dude, did you see our uh, Christmas picture of her? Of course, of her with the with the. <laughs> you know what's funny? Tell the story about your Cobra Kai sweatshirt that I told you to wear to school. Go ahead, tell this oh, is awesome. So I had a spirit day. We call it when we get to wear whatever clothes we want because normally we have to wear uniforms, but nobody does anyway. And so I had to come home to fill insulin. And I did. Um, I was wearing my mom's Aero sweatshirt because I didn't want to wear my Cobra Kai sweatshirt <laughs> or whatever. Bless you. And <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna leave that in. <laughs> I can't reach your mute button. Sorry. <laughs> but that's how we roll on SDL. So I wore it into my English class, and my we have two teachers. Like we have a normal English teacher and then we have like a little like sub student teacher that's learning to be a teacher. And he said, Why are you wearing Cobra Kai? They suck. And I was like, um I'm you start throwing hands? No, I said, I'm wearing the good Cobra Kai. He's like, What? And I was like, Have you never seen Cobra Kai the series? He was like I didn't even know that was a thing. So I told them about it on YouTube. Red. You're like, I represent Johnny Cobra Kai. Yeah. Like, that's what you said. Yeah. And then 
it was we were just having this whole conversation like we didn't I didn't even do my classwork but I mean I did it later but we were just because I my English is divided into two divisions for A and then C and so all of A we were just talking about Cobra Kai and I got him to watch it and then the next week I went back to school after winter break he told me how that he um watched it and really liked it but he hasn't got to season two yet okay so pretty cool, you know. She's she's representing the good the good you know the good Cobra Kai. Yeah, yeah, good time. So, mm-hmm. all right. So let's get into my number ten movie now. Uh, just so people know, my list is going to piss a lot of people off. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, you know what? I already got hate you know hate feedback on iTunes, but it, we got positivity to make up for that afterwards yeah, that's like still, I said, yeah. if nobody's hating on you you're not doing your it's job it's true that's true so uh you know what it's just i got my reasons so number 10 right off the bat is avengers endgame so let me just oh! get, let me just <laughs> get that out there because people are like why the hell is that your number 10 so uh i really enjoyed the movie and in fact tabby and i saw it twice in the theater and <laughs> i got trashed from my wife about why the hell you got to go see it twice so um here's the thing uh, the the third time watching it, I started to get more annoyed with the movie. And mm-hmm. all right, I know, dude, you've already yelled at me about this. Time travel isn't real. But it, it, oh, this is how I feel. I love The Dark Knight Rises. I, I love that movie. And people yell at me all the time about plot holes and stuff like that. And I never hear it. And I put it like a wall up. With this movie... I am the Dark Knight Rises of that gener- of that movie because I'm like, ah, I, yeah, but this plot hole really pisses me off. Or I'm like this. I'm like, I get the fan service and I really enjoyed certain things, but I'm like, yeah, but this time travel really messes up what happened in this movie. And I'm like, ah, I don't know. So it's like, I really enjoy it. I, I love the wrap up, but I got, an- I got annoyed with it the more I watched it. So it continually dropped down my list it's still in my top 10 and it's still it makes uh the first movie the one that i said i don't know if i'm gonna like this it just depends how part two is uh what is it uh infinity war Mm -hmm. yeah infinity war it made infinity war that much better but it's just this movie went from an a plus to uh b plus for me and just because i got annoyed with certain things and you know uh it happens. Yeah. So I, I still think it's a phenomenal movie. It deserves all the praise that it got. But really, you could pick apart the movie. But it, the movie, really, they don't care. It was just, let's try to wrap this up the best we can. And I appreciate and respect that. So I give it a pass. It's just like, you know, the whole, like, wiping out the timeline of the niece. You know, that that kind of thing. I'm just like, ugh. But like you said, time travel isn't real. But you <laughs> know what? True. I'm so, the back to the future rules, man, I, I live by those. I live by the frequency rules. I I love time travel movies. And when a movie is messy in time travel, it, it annoys me. So okay. that's, why I dro- do- that's why I dropped down my list. So Respectful. Yeah. So much love, peace, and respect to those who, who think this movie's phenomenal. But for <laughs> me, eh, it's down my list. So That's fair. All right, sir. What is your number 10 favorite song of 2019? 
Sure. Uh, this is a song that I think uh, will hit close to home, sir. If you listen to it, I think you'll I- enjoy this lyrically, if nothing else. It's from a group called Sleeping with Sirens. Uh, the song is called Agree to Disagree. And let me just read you uh, just a quick little short thing of the, some of the lyrics in this thing. Perfect. It's all about, look, it's, this, is, this is like Taylor made for you. Right. Of like, you might, you might disagree with me. This is the green and discreet. So one says, I wear my heart on my sleeve like a worn out sweater, but with a needle and some thread, I'm keeping it together. Life's too short to be worried about whatever. So you keep shining in the sun, but I like the nighttime better. I think it's best we agree to disagree. It's just like, you wow. know. And that's your number much, 10? Whew. It is. It is. It's a, it's a pretty cool group, and this album's really good. Um, and I yeah, I dig the song. It's, it's in my top 10. And uh, I thought that you would, uh, I'm sure you haven't heard it. Um, but, uh, I think once you give it a listen, you might really enjoy it. Well, in that case, I might give it a 45 to a minute clip Ooh, instead of 30 seconds. So right. I'm, I'm already excited to hear this song. So, <laughs> so, and, and the way we did it before is the, when the song clip kicks in, it's Jameson's and then it rolls into tabbies and then it rolls into mine. So it's, it's just one collection of songs, but you know, editing wise, this episode is a nightmare for me. I'm glad you do it. <laughs> I know. So, uh, I love recording and doing this, but it's editing. I, I hate with a passion for this episode. But yeah. I'm I'm super excited to hear this song. So, all Good. right, Tabby, what is your number ten voice? This girl struggled. Mm. Oh. Okay, so I spent the last fifteen minutes before we started this episode figuring out where I wanted to put this. My top ten song is "Legendary" by Skillet. Woo! Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've heard of that. Oh boy, it's down there because. The more that I listened to it, not that I didn't like like it, but the more that I listened to the song, the less I enjoyed it, I guess. But like, oh. I still really enjoy the song, but it was just really hard to place it on the list and like correctly with all the other songs that I had on my list, if that makes sense. I'm not ready to talk about this song yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> so oh boy. Uh, maybe you're sick of it. I don't know. So, all right. So, uh, yeah, that's cool. So, cool. Awesome. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that's pretty cool. All right. So, uh, what is it? Okay. So, my number 10 song is a song that uh, actually creeped into my number 10 because I just heard it recently. So, there is this, uh, this comes from one of my favorite artists of all time. And it was, uh, it's actually a cover song that he did. And the whole reason why is because he was on a game show. So, uh, I'm sure you've heard of The Masked Singer. Is that correct, sir? Oh, of course. So, my boy Chris Daughtry was on that show, and not a single freaking person could figure out it was Daughtry. And it was so obvious. It was obvious. It, was it Dude, within within like 10 seconds, I'm like, that's Daughtry. I even told Tabby, I'm like, hey, who is this? And then she's like, oh, that's Daughtry. I asked my family. I asked people around me. Nobody knew. And Chris Daughtry only wanted to get to the finals. It's, it's too shows he's been on and he loses go figure <laughs> but uh he uh he did a cover of saya's uh um alive 
And I thought this was a new song. I didn't know it was uh, a remake. I so forgot about this song. And this song is, I I freaking love this song. I didn't even, here's how it is. I was on YouTube and it says new song from Daughtry. I checked it. I'm like, oh, this song's great. And then Mass Singer was next to it. I didn't even know he was on Mass Singer. And that's how I found out about this whole thing. And it was like, how did people not know this? So yeah, Daughtry. And if you guys remember, Daughtry was my number one song of 2019. So he's got to be on my list. So, uh, for my number 10, it is Daughtry with Alive. So, let's go ahead and get into our uh, our clips and the full song for Daughtry. Here we go. Cause I like the nights on better. You think you're better than me. You don't like what you see. I think it's best we agree to disagree. I'm doing fine by
never possibly make I took and I took and I took what you gave But you never noticed that I was in pain I do what I want and I went out and got it Did all the things that you said that I wouldn't Told you that I would never be forgotten And all this part of you And I'm still breathing I'm still breathing I'm still breathing Alright, so we are back. So that was Jameson's and Tabby's song and my song. So hopefully you guys enjoyed that. So good times. Alright, sir. Let's get into your number nine favorite movie of 2019. Yeah. Number nine movie that I had a f- ton of fun with in the theater. I have some issues with it, but uh, it was more fun than I was hoping it would be, which is awesome. It's a movie that you mentioned a little earlier. It is Hobbs and Shaw. Hell yeah. Oh. This movie is a lot of fun. Now, look, I have huge issues with, like, the last third of this movie. There's so many stupid things that happen. You're like, physics-wise, like, grappling hooks don't just bounce off the ground and wrap around (laughs) axles of other cars. Right, right. To form a daisy chain of vehicles. That's physically impossible. But, man, I mean, I think it's obvious who the strength of the last few uh, Fast and Furious films has been. Yeah. Because you just extricate the two best parts of that movie and give them their own thing. And uh, and it's great. It's a ton of fun. And Vin Diesel is rightfully, I think, very worried about <laughs> what's good, what's going on next. I mean, I don't know. You've read that they're talking about like, oh, we're gonna bring back Paul Walker's face, and, oh, and they, I, like I, that sounds like desperation to me. Isn't this crazy? How Fast and Furious is my favorite franchise, but when Hobbs and Shaw was done and over, I said. I think I would rather see this series going forward than the rest Mm -hmm. of, you know, Fast and Furious because those are two great action guys who have great comedic timing. Oh, so good. Should have stopped after. And they work they work so well together and they're both cocky in the just right way. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, and, and then you have the size difference, you know, of you know, the rock being as massive as he is and Statham kind of being the more svelte guy, but they both have their own styles and just I really like how they set this movie up. It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, I think it's like a half hour too long, but yep. you know what? Rock and stay them just making jokes, and half of the time you feel it's improv is just so yeah. good. So, uh, yeah, I am all down for Hobbs and Shaw 2. Give me Hobbs and Shaw 2. The Fast and Furious 9 trailer sitting next week, and I'm like, eh. uh, you know, <laughs> the, the whole Paul Walker thing, I'm like, really? You know, I think for me, Fast and Furious ended at seven, you know, and eight, I think of as a choose your own adventure. If you want to think it continues, here's this movie. But really, Fast and Furious ends at seven. That's how I feel with the series. And Hobbs and Shaw, I'm like, this is this is what I want to see. Give me part two, especially with what you've set up for special cameos that most people still don't know are Mm -hmm. in this movie. I want Hobbs and Shaw to make it happen because I'm more excited for this than Fast and Furious the rest of the series. So, Yep, 
Absolutely. Good times. All right, Tabby, what is your number nine? My number nine is a movie I had a lot of fun with watching in the theater. Um, it is Fighting with the Family. Oof, so good. Um, I really just enjoyed this movie because... You need to explain it because a lot of people have no yeah. idea what the hell you're talking about. Fighting with the Family is Paige's story from WWE Wrestling. And I really just enjoy like the whole... like vision of the movie like and her, like her story like the way that they told it they chose a great actress even though i was so upset with who they had to play um aj i was very upset <laughs> yeah yeah but otherwise <laughs> i had a lot of fun in the theater um with you and kaylee watching this movie like we in Oh my gosh! Like the second this movie came out, we bought it, and it was just amazing. Yeah, I I think we watched this like three or four times. Uh, super fun. Uh, you know, it, it, what was great is it's an underdog story, and really, you don't have to like wrestling to enjoy this movie. That's what I enjoy no. uh, about this movie. It's a really it's a good story with a lot of heart. And uh, the only reason, dude, after I saw the Black Widow trailer. The, I want to see that movie because the girl who played Paige is in it, mm -hmm. not because I give a crap about Black Widow, because it's like two years <laughs> too late. You know what I'm saying? I said this on uh, Unreal Reviews this week because Florence Pugh, who played uh, Paige, um, is in two of my top ten uh, movies of the year this year. Awesome. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just excited. She's like my go-to actress right now where I see she's in something and I'm like, yep, going to see that. Awesome. Definitely. She's got so much like just personality. Is she like has that like where it draws She's the you it in? Factor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, man, so good. So um, I really enjoyed that movie. It was super fun. So um, let's get into my number nine. My number nine is a movie that Jameson just talked about, Hobbs and Shaw. Oh. Uh, super fun. I love that freaking song that. I'm on the next level, next <laughs> level. Yeah, I love that. That montage is insane to me. Um, so good, man. Like, I've said pretty much everything I wanted to say about Hobbs and Shaw outside of, you know, really the only thing wrong with it is about a half hour too long. But uh, it's fun seeing Roman Reigns, uh, mm. you know, who was dealing with leukemia, make an appearance and having him and The Rock just, you know, kick ass at the end. It Like, it's just, it's a big turn off your brain movie but this movie i would say is way more grounded than your typical fast and furious movie so that's probably mm -hmm. the big difference between hobbs and shaw and like you said you're taking your two most charismatic people out of the fast and furious what do you got you got hobbs and shaw so so yeah uh i loved it good time so excellent let's get into uh your song sir number nine yeah, my number nine song is a group that um, a lot of people don't like, and uh, I do. Uh, they haven't had an album come out in a while, and I can I can understand they're an acquired taste, um, but uh, it's a group that I've always enjoyed, uh, and it's Slipknot. Ooh. Um, and they came out with a new album this year called "We Are Not Your Kind," and they've really morphed from when you know I first started listening to them back in the late '90s, um, and they've kind of really morphed and become much more musical as opposed to just screamo right you know? right um and uh and they have a couple of songs off their new album that are tremendous and they're the lyrics are very introspective um and the one that i love the most i can't stop listening to is a film a, a song called uh solway firth solway firth i guess it's a it's a location um but oh, okay. uh 
it's a very introspective song about just dealing with all the pressures in life and and dealing with uh, expectations that people put on you and maybe rightly or wrongly and it's got a nice mix of musicality and some classic slipknot screaming um but it's a song that i it's kind of my go-to on that album so it comes in as my number nine nice and uh is it when you need to get pumped up to to do some snow plowing this is the one you play (laughs) sure this this is on a heavy rotation yeah nice Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Are they still wearing those masks all the time? Um, they're kind of like Kiss, where I think for a little bit they weren't wearing them out there a lot, all the time, especially the lead singer. Uh, but they're back with them now. Okay. They've added a new member, too. So Okay. All right, Tabby, what's your number nine? My number nine is Back to Life by Skillet. Woohoo! <laughs> sensing a theme. Yeah. Well, let's. Skillet released a new album uh, in 2019. <laughs> And uh, let's just say that that's been a heavy rotation uh, in the Masuna's household. So that's probably why she's uh, she's picking this one. But uh, what, what's up with this one? Because this is definitely the hardest song on, on that album. I really like it's the hardest one on the album. So I picked it because it's also going back to like how they used to be at the same time. Like this whole album is just went from like being like how they used to be versus like the new one, and then it's just like all over. But I really like this song because like it has a really like deep message to it. Right. So that's another reason why I like really enjoy this song, and also it's an amazing song to like pump in the car really loud when yeah. you're on your way to Walmart. Yeah. Heck there yeah. You go. Awesome. So that's awesome. I love that song. Good time. So. Um, all right, my number nine. Uh, I'm gonna kind of break the rules here a little bit because already, yeah, We're yeah, already number already nine. So uh, this will be the first time ever in my top ten that I have a song that is a score song. Okay. Uh, that would be the days gone. You can't theme song. do that. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. I, if you would have uh, told me that, that would have. Sorry. I think I think we need to allow it because I might have a theme later on. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, here's the thing. So Days Gone is my favorite video game of 2019. And what this is, is uh, it's basically a guy. Uh, have you ever seen um, Being Human? Uh, Being Human? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. You know the main Aiden, the vampire? I think so, yeah. yeah. Uh, he is the main. He, it's his face, the whole body. His name is Deacon St. John, and he's basically, a, it's basically a zombie apocalypse hit. And this is 10 years later of what it's like living in this world. And he's basically uh, kind of like a bounty hunter, and he's a drifter. He goes from camp to camp. But the biggest draw to this video game is this is the first time in a video game where you're fighting thousands and thousands of zombies all at once now this game is kind of like a love it or hate it because unfortunately everybody went into this game thinking they were going to fight those right off the bat the problem is there's no way you can handle fighting 10,000 zombies at one time so it's a good 10 hour of gameplay before you actually come and cross your first horde you have your occasional ones throughout but you're basically on a motorcycle the entire time, and it has this amazing story about his wife in the beginning uh, was taken on an airplane uh, or a helicopter, and he basically is just like, you know, my wife's dead. But there's some twist and turn in there about could his wife be alive, and it's the story of him trying to find it while he's doing all these missions for all these camps and stuff. But the score in this video game is phenomenal, 
And it is just, it's, it's such a happy, like, when you hear it, dude, the violins, because you know I love violins Ooh. and skillet. The violins are just so, like, you hear the first 10 seconds and you're instantly draw in. Mm. And I love great theme songs. And they're hard to find these days. And anytime I hear this theme song, I have to play the video game. So this has been Fonda and I's most, like, thing that we've dove into this year was this video game. Like, 90 plus hours of just this story and uh, it's crazy you actually go up against a, a religious cult and everything like that and it's it's phenomenal it's a, it's only a playstation 4 exclusive but this theme is phenomenal so anybody can like it so it's the days thought the days gone theme song and the artist is uh, nathan whitehead so uh, that's why i'm going to cheat because technically there's no lyrics it's yeah. a theme song but I noticed you, sir, had uh, Mandalorian as a theme song uh, on your list. So maybe that'll hit your list here. So anyways, that's my song. So let's go ahead and get into the clips in the song and hopefully you guys enjoy it. So here we go.
All right, so that was uh, that was our songs for number nine. So hope oh, good times. All right, sir. Let's roll into number eight. Favorite movie of 2019. Number eight, a movie that really surprised me um, because I, I like this genre, but uh, have uh, struggled with it in recent years. Uh, I'm talking about horror movies. Horror movies don't normally Ooh, make the ready. list of movies I enjoy, have fun with. Ready or not. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Yep. Oh. You're not. It's the only one this year that I really enjoyed. I had a lot of fun in the, you know, I saw the trailer probably a hundred times uh, before the movie, and after a while, I started to think this could be really stupid. Yeah. Like, there's a good chance this movie's gonna be really stupid, and it wasn't. I really enjoyed it. I loved what they did with it. I loved all the characters, and uh, it was a lot of fun. And I was like fully engaged in this movie. And that's fun. I like horror comedies, and there's a good bit of dark comedy throughout this movie, too. Yeah, and and the main actress, you know, last year, Netflix, The Babysitter, was right? in my top five, and yeah. she was the main star. And the whole reason I watched this movie was because of her, mm-hmm. Samantha Weaving. She is just, man, there's something about her that is just like anything she's in, I need to watch. And I I know my wife was kind of disappointed in this movie because she thought it was going to be like your next part two. And okay. it has some kind of similarities to that, but I like what they did with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you know what? She was a badass chick. She just, every moment, just something went wrong, you know? And you're right. The comedy is phenomenal. I think the funniest part is the limo scene. Yeah. Like, dude, turn around. You know, that that scene, dude. I'm telling you, man, I love this freaking movie. And talk about a twist ending. Did that ending not blow you away when you watched that? Yeah, it was cool. Oh. I, I wasn't expecting that. I, I really liked it. Yeah, so good. So I, yeah, totally love Ready or Not. So that is an excellent choice, sir, because it's true. Uh, horror films are at the bottom of your, you know, your favorites. So if a yeah. horror film gets in your top ten, that means that is a seal of approval. You need to go watch it. So good for time. sure. All right, Tabby, what's your number nine? So my number nine. Wait, it, this is eight, Dad. Oh, eight. eight. Yeah, number eight. Sorry. See, this is why James keep on. on track. Exactly. My <laughs> number eight is a sequel to Ooh. a movie, and this movie would be Happy Death Day to You. Yes. Mm, yeah. I really enjoyed the movie because I I don't know. It's just like one of those movies, like you instantly just like like it, you know what I mean? That's a terrible review. <laughs> no, I'll I say mean... this. I'll say this. I I I was against you guys uh, when the first one came out. I really didn't like the first one. This one I liked quite a bit more. Yeah, yeah. I really like the montage that's in it. Oh. I love montages, especially. What's 80s, wrong with but being I mean, confident? You know, this isn't an '80s montage, but I mean, I guess I'll give it the stamp of approval this time. Yeah, what I like about this, it's a Blumhouse film, and I love Blum, Blumhouse films. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Halloween was, you know, last year's, you know, in my list. And, yeah. uh, and again, uh, I love the actress that, that she just has so much charisma. And what I really dig is the, how they changed the genre of the movie. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's totally different than part one, but it totally is part one. And it, that's yeah. what's so great about it. And like, there's, like there's so many twists and turns and then I don't know there's just this 
thing about the actress that just makes me love this movie so much. Well, like, that, that, I 100% enjoy this movie way more than the first one. Yeah, this is my number eight as well. Uh, happy Death Day to oh, cool. you. Uh, yeah. yeah, this is uh, a February release. Now, uh, would you say this was because usually February that's like a dumping ground, wouldn't you say, Jameson? For yeah, more more often than not. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, was that one of your favorites in February when you saw this last? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> I'm actually looking at my list of when I saw what I saw. Yeah, it was up there. I mean, well, last February was actually a bunch of a bunch of uh, kind of big movies came out. Fighting with My Family was a February movie, wasn't it? Yeah. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. We saw that in the theater and wanted to see Happy Death Day to you, but... Uh, yeah, because they came out a week apart. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, <sighs> it's weird, though, when... It, so, look, um, I mean, I this week, as we're recording, we have a new horror movie that's in theaters, The Turning. Um I don't normally trust horror movies that come out in January and February. <laughs> like that's usually a bad sign. And uh, so it, 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 you know, this one kind of bucked that trend, though. Yeah, and it was. I would say, you know, I don't know if it's a spoiler. It's more science fiction than yeah. it is a horror film, sure. and that's what made it fun. Is because they took the what you would expect from part one and kind of changed the genre. And that's, I think why some people didn't like it because they wanted another horror movie, but this one was more like, let's explain what happened in part one. Cause part one never gets into it. It's, it was just groundhog's day. Yeah. This gets into it and it's pretty fascinating how they do it. And it, it just, it was fun and the montages were great, but she was just so much more, fun likable and my favorite scene is when she jumps out of the plane and, and waves yeah. and then she does the middle finger to the camera that that that's my favorite scene in the movie so i really like how they had you like at the beginning how they made you think it was going to be one person's point of view but then it actually turned out to be somebody yeah. else's point of view so awesome all right sir are we on uh the number seven song how about our number eight song oh number eight song yeah 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 number eight see <laughs> boy man Oh, yeah, I should take some. I need to take some Adderall or something. <laughs> Get oh. the highlighter out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me there do you that. go. All right, sir. What's your number eight song? All right, here's uh, here's something for you. My number eight is a song from this young this young lady. Her name is Ambar Lucid. She is a 17 year old singer. Ooh. Um, out of New Jersey. She's a Latina uh, singer who sings, writes her own songs, sings them. Um, is bilingual through a lot of her songs, so she kind of goes back and forth in her songs between, you know, Spanish and English. Um, and she's got this amazing voice, and she says she writes her songs um, from daydreams, basically. Ooh. And that just kind of inspires her writing. And she's got this really beautiful voice. Um, you know, I, I just discovered her randomly, just started listening to some of her music, and then looked her up, and I was picturing someone three times her age with that with the voice right and then i look at i'm like oh she's 17 wow like oh my gosh this girl's got a future nice so um the song that i've been listening to the most it's just there's something about it that gets me it's a song called phantasmus um and it's just it's just beautiful it's like ethereal in points and just her voice is incredible so ambar lucid phantasmus is one you need to check out. That's my number eight song. Nice. Now, is she is she kind of indie or is she kind of famous? No, as far as I know, she's kind of indie. Actually, I discovered her by like you know I check out new music every week on on uh, uh, Apple Music. Yeah, me she too. Was just one of the new indie artists that was uh, on the list that I look at every week. 
Nice. And I was just like, oh, I'll, I'll take a listen. It was, they just had one of her songs and then le- led me to finding more of her. And, and this song is the one that really stuck with me. So I love Apple Music. That's how I find so many new artists to get into. Be, one of my favorite songs on my list is because of Apple Music, where I'm like, I had never heard of this person before. And then reading the background of like, oh, this person doesn't even have a record label. All their mm-hmm. song is just done on social media and she gets millions of downloads. So that, that I, that's I, what... She- and so this girl does. She writes it. She produces it all by herself. Yep. Good time. It's amazing. Awesome. All right, Tabby, what is your number eight? My number eight is one of my favorite songs. But by Skillet? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but is I... your entire top ten Skillet? Because that's, that's kind of funny. <laughs> um, This song is This Is The Kingdom by Skillet. Really? Yes. That one? Yes. That's an Atoli Imagine Dragon song. Oh, my God. I really just enjoy this song because... There's something about it. Like, it goes from being one way, and then in, like, a couple seconds, it goes from being, like, this soft thing. Like, because it goes from being hard, and then it yeah. goes to being, like, this little, like, you know, soft little thing, and then instantly catches you right off guard and goes right back into hard. Uh, here's what I... With the new Skillet album. So, Skillet basically is very... That's why I love playing Skillet on STO, because they have a song for everybody. And they do so many different kind of styles. This latest album, Victorious, there's like this song that you'll hear sounds like Imagine Dragons, uh, which is crazy. And then there's another song that sounds nothing like them whatsoever. And then you have Legendary, which is basically why I love that song is because it's like Invincible, which was my favorite song of that year. It's like the sequel to that song. So, uh, you know, and anytime you got Jen Ledger in there, it's good times. But uh, yeah, this is a fun one. Now, um, this album, uh, Jameson, for uh, Skillet, um, did you like most of the songs on the new album? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a good album. Good good times. All right. Absolutely. So yeah, good pick. This I like I like this is the kingdom. So that's Mm -hmm. a good pick. So I was really struggling with where I was putting it though. I know. You you were you were having some issues there. So well, at least you're taking, you're not just going simply by the track listings order. You're mixing it up for your top 10. Yeah. It, it's true. <laughs> so um, my number eight is a song that was uh, would have been my number one of last year, but because it was a single that was released in ni- uh, 2019, I couldn't put it on the 2018 list. Uh, it was an album that was going to be released in 2019, but uh, they had two singles in 2018, which two of those singles hit Tabby and I's list. Mm. So this song uh, it comes from Jameson's favorite band, Backstreet Boys. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> so here's, what, here's what's cool. I don't want you guys to be like, oh my God, it's Backstreet Boys. This song is what Backstreet Boys does best, and that is uh, acapella. There's just an acoustic guitar, and this song, the reason why I love this song so much is it's basically a song about their wives and kids about being all around the world but they want to go nowhere except home and in the music video you have their wife and their kids in there and singing it to them and it's just a really sweet lovable song it's very just it's not like slow like oh my god i'm gonna like just go to sleep it's just it their harmonies are phenomenal and i i used to hate nick the, you know, I'm like, man, his voice sucks. But as he's gotten older, as an adult, I'm like, he's one of my favorite singers out of the group. And Brian, you know, he was my, he's still my favorite. But because he had the vocal surgery, his voice is kind of really deep now. But I love this song. But we couldn't put it on our list last year because it would just hit 2019 when we were doing our list. And I'm like, well, we got to save that for next year. So it was my number one, which dropped to number eight now 
in for 2019. So it's Backstreet Boys, No Place. Yeah. Uh, it's good times. I love this song. So here you guys go. Check it out.
All right, we're back from our number eight songs. Super fun. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed that. So let's get into our number seven movie, 2019. My number seven movie, movie that I, uh, it's on Netflix, actually, and I watched it a couple, two, maybe three times, uh, just because I had a lot of fun with it. Um, it also came out during a dead period for movies, uh, so I was like, i just rewatch this again. Um, and it's a film called Always Be My Maybe. Ooh. It is a bit of a rom-com, yep. um, starring Ali Wong and Randall Park as a couple of like high school... I don't know they were, they dated in high school and and everyone thought oh they're the perfect couple but they never really got together. Fifteen years later, they meet back up again in the old neighborhood and maybe sparks will fly. Who knows? Uh, the problem is that Ali Wong is dating um, Keanu Reeves, yeah, like the real life Keanu playing himself in a real jerk version. Right. I and, I saw uh, that clip. Yeah. Yeah, and I just I love this movie. It's fun. Um, it's a good rom com. And I like rom-coms for the most part. And this is really good. They have good chemistry. And Randall Park is great. He plays this guy who has a side band just on the side. He's famous in like a two-block area of his neighborhood um, in which he's like the front man rapper for this little group of dads. And um, and he just raps about whatever. And he's actually a really good rapper. And there's a song in here that plays over the final credits that I actually was listening to kind of nonstop for a couple of weeks after this. Yeah. Because it kind of talks about the plot and what he, he the altercation he got into with Keanu Reeves, and uh, so a little uh, honorable mention, uh, the song "I Punched Keanu Reeves" by uh, Randall Park. That's nice, a, that's a good one to check out. But uh, always be my baby. It's it's a lot of fun. It's it's uh, it's a good flick to sit down with the wife and just hang out and watch and have some fun. Yeah, I heard nothing but great things on this movie, and it was one of those that was on my list to watch, but I never got around to it. So. And I, you know, you gave nothing but praise for it on flicks. So yeah. did Jason ever watch that? Yeah, he hated it. He did? Yeah, he's, he's, he's got no soul. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All right, Tabby, what's your, uh, what's your number seven? My number seven is a movie that has two of my all-time favorite actors in it, and it would be Hobbs and Shaw. Woo-hoo. There you go. <laughs> Heck yeah, that hit our all of our list this year. That's awesome. Just in a different order. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, oh. we pretty much talked <laughs> yeah, about it. Yeah, I was it, gonna so, yeah. say we already talked all um, about it. For for my number seven, I got Ready or Not. Uh, Whoa. Super. Yeah, this was my favorite horror movie of the year. It was super fun. Uh, I this is one of those movies where typically I never buy a movie before I see it, but this is one of those where I knew. I'm going to buy this on Vudu so I can watch it before it comes out because I just know I'm going to love it and watched it two times the first day I watched it. Uh, Yeah, me and and Fonda watched it. She went to work and then I had me and Tabby watch it. And it was even better the second time around. The jokes just landed better. Uh, It was was super fun. Um, You know, James and I kind of talked about it. So I loved it. I thought it was the best horror movie but the best horror comedy in probably a long time. So, you did it yeah. to me again. I thought this was going to be higher on your list, and you did it to me for the second year in a row. Like well. I thought Halloween was going to be higher. You did it again. Yeah. You don't even know this man. You don't even know no. me. No. You He's don't even enigma. know me. It's true. All right, sir, what is uh, your number seven song of the year? Yeah, my number seven is uh, from one of my favorite groups, uh, Weezer. Weezer put out three albums in 2019. They put out the Teal album, which was all covers, uh, because you know all the everyone wanted them to cover Toto's Africa, and they just 
surprise everybody by one day just releasing an album like fine we just did a bunch of covers here you go yeah i remember you talking about that um and then they came out with the black album later on in the year which was more of a standard weezer album and then uh they came out with uh, actually the album is not yet released it got pushed back now until march but uh they released a single off of their upcoming album which is going to be called van weezer um and uh has an album art that looks very much like old van halen nice um and it's uh it's them kind of really going for a hard rock influence this time around. Ooh. And uh, the the song is called The End of the Game. And uh, it's Weezer going like really hard rock, kind of a different take on what they normally do. Um, and I'm down for everything that Weezer does. I'm just I'm a big fan. Uh, my son now, uh, fun fun tip my son uh has gotten glasses and dyed his hair and now looks exactly like rivers cuomo the lead singer of weezer wow it's eerie how much they look alike that's awesome yeah but anyways the end of the game is my seventh favorite song of the year i'm excited to hear this song expect to hear them be hard rock so yeah because yeah they're pretty good as like pop rock so yep. that'll be interesting to hear that i'm excited to hear this one so yeah. Awesome. All right. What's yours, Tabby? My number seven is by one of my favorite artists, and that would be... <laughs> it's not skill. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's If I Can't Have You by Shawn Mendes. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Nice. This one switched it up a little bit because it's one of the more really poppy songs of the year. When I first heard it, I really enjoyed it. I was like, wait, who is this? And then I looked up the lyrics, and I was like, this is Shawn Mendes, because... I don't know. It didn't sound like his normal stuff at first when I like first heard it. And then I introduced it to you and I was like, have you heard this song yet? And you were like, no. Yeah, that's so a then, good yeah. song. Yeah. It's just like one of the really like upbeat songs that you can just like dance to like whenever it comes on. Like you just start nodding your head and it's yeah. it's a really good song. It's got a fast chorus. Yeah. Do you know this one, Jameson? I have tr- I've heard all of Sam Mendes. <laughs> it's true because it's a big uh, happy, you know, your, your, your boys love this. Sam Mendes plays a lot around here. Yeah. Uh, do you like this tune? Yeah, yeah. I do actually. Awesome. All right. So my number seven comes from a band that we haven't heard on, uh, on this episode yet, and that's from Skillet. And uh, this song is oh. called uh, Save Me. So, oh. which is weird because I thought this was my number one for, oh man, four, four months. But, mm-hmm. uh, man, I had to really, really, you know, uh, man. I, dropped all the way to sound. Yeah, it dropped. You know what? I really, I love this song. What's This song is very, you know, Skillet usually does a lot of uplifting songs. But this one is more of a, you're in a depression type of state and you need somebody to save you. And that's what I dig. I love the chorus. It's so good. And I actually, this song means a lot to me because I actually had my, uh, people financially uh, helped save me in a crisis that I was in. And uh, I had just been listening to this song when that day happened. So that event is kind of cemented with this song. And mm. and uh, I definitely think this is one of the best songs on the album. But the other ones, I you know, emotionally, I'm more invested in. But I love this song. It's super it's super fun. I don't know. I don't know if it's fun because it's kind of a depressing no. song. But it's still a hopeful song, if you will, because it's Skillet. So that's how yeah. they, that's how they do it. So like never it. heard of that band. Yeah, never heard of it. So <laughs> you've never heard Skillet before. This is your first time checking it out. So here you go. So all right, guys. Here is here's our tunes. Check it out.
All right, yeah. So that was our number seven songs. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that. So let's roll into our number six movie, 2019. What you got for me, Jameson? Yeah, my number six is a comedy from earlier in the year. Uh, It's a high school comedy, which I'm kind of uh, always looking for. Um, And this is one that that, uh, was actually kind of smart, did things a little differently for me. It's a film called Booksmart. Um, But a couple of girls who are outcasts in their own high school, it's getting towards the end of senior year. They've kind of very happily sheltered themselves from everyone else who they think is just stupid. You know, they're, they're preparing for college. There's, they, they have their own thing. You know, it's just the two of them against the world basically. Um, and then, uh, this is basically like the last week of school and, uh, they decide, you know what? I kind of, kind of cool to just go like hang out with all the popular kids, with the normal kids, I guess. Uh, one last one, you know, the last party of the year and it doesn't go great, you know, because they've, they've, not just like they haven't just like hidden themselves away, but they've been vocal about basically telling everybody that they're better than them for the four years. Right. And then now they're like, hey, we can hang out, right? Um, and it's kind of interesting in that way. And one of the things I really like, though, is that unlike a lot of these high school comedies that we love that will kind of take groups and just kind of, um, uh, you know, you have the jocks and the nerds and the this and that and that and kind of just pigeonhole everybody into these classifications. This movie does that, but also realizes that in real life, like these these kids are all in school together and they cross over. Mm-hmm. And it's not like us versus them, like Mean Girls or something, you know, where it's like, no, you're in these specific groups. It's like, well, wait, why are you hanging out with him? He's like, I don't know. He's like, but you're, you're not in the same group. It's like, yeah, doesn't matter. And I kind of like that because you don't see that in movies very often. Right. And, and people start to kind of come together. And I don't know. I like it. I think it's a really well-written comedy, too. It's really smart. Nice. So, so it's like Cobra Kai. It's very gray area. Yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 It's very much of its time now where we realize, like, yeah, not everything's just black and white, you know? Yeah. I, I enjoy movies like that. This is definitely on my list uh, to see. Um, mm-hmm. Is this released yet, or is this still waiting to be released on, like, Voodoo and stuff? Do you I got to imagine it's already out, because it came out, like, in May, I okay. think, last year. All right, cool. I just haven't found it yet. So, yeah, mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, can't wait to check this out. So, uh, good times. All right, so, Tabby, what's... Uh, Okay, so from my from number six from number six to one was the hardest placing movies. Uh huh. Um, my number six, I had so much fun watching. I could watch this all the time, and but yet it's not your number one. Okay. No, (laughs) but if I put on this movie, there's a guarantee that I will laugh the whole time. Okay. This movie is Good Boys. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Only for adults, kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, good boys! Uh, hands down, the best comedy for me I've seen uh, in a long time. 2019. So, uh, good boys, great pick. Yeah, uh, not uh, yeah. Don't have don't have the little kitties around. Yeah, uh, you know what I like about this movie is uh, it's got a lot of heart, which you wouldn't <laughs> think would have a lot of heart with a bunch of little kids swearing and on a small mission. But that's that's what was kind of appealing about this movie. And I think the reason I watched this because Jameson, you said it was really good, yeah. uh, and uh, that's why I was like, okay, if you thought it was pretty good, I'm going to check it out. And I fell in love with that movie. All a kid wanted to do was not get grounded. That's the whole point. And you know, then teenage girls, you know, just being girls, gotta, you know. Mm. <laughs> What's your number six? My number six is uh, fighting with my family. So, oh. yeah. 
Uh, I loved this movie. Uh, it was super fun. The, what's great is, uh, you know, the rocks in this movie for like, what, five minutes. And uh, what I enjoy is it has a lot of Karate Kid-esque moments of just it's uh, it's not a wrestling movie. It's a movie about family. But wrestling is what is used to tell the story, kind of like karate is what's used to tell that story of a father and son. So that's what I really enjoyed about this movie. There were some things that Jameson and I, because we are deep into WWE, we know were changed for the movie, especially the ending with the attire and the way things went down. Mm -hmm. But it was to give the, the director who did this movie didn't really care about wrestling. He just cared about these these people. And every person cast as the mom and the dad and the brother, it was it had the perfect amount of comedy, the perfect amount of drama, and it was just an amazing underdog story. And uh, Paige is one of my all-time favorite female wrestlers, and it's too bad she got injured and she's out of the game, which sucks uh, because of stupid Sasha Banks. But... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, that uh, I could watch this movie at any time. Um, it's just it's super fun, and it's too bad her brother was such a douche. But uh, that's that's <laughs> that, that's what made the movie so great. So I really yeah. I really enjoyed it. Uh, again, AJ Lee, one of Tabby's all time favorite wrestlers, was played by somebody she hates. Ugh. But you have to admit she did a really she good. She has a really good impression. Yeah. So, all right, sir, let's get into the song number five. Number six. Number Come six. on, Tabby. Oh. Come on. Dork. Come on, you're supposed to be helping me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is why you're on the show, man. Now I'm taking on both Masunas. All right. Yeah. (laughs) There we go. Tag team. All right. My number six is uh, a group, Mike, that you know. I think I might have introduced you to this group years ago. Uh, Cage the Elephant. Yes, I love these guys. So Cage the Elephant, uh, like, gosh, like 10, 11 years ago, they had the song Ain't No Rest for the Wicked, a song that we both love. So good. Um, They had a new album come out this year, and uh, um, it's got a... It, it's got a bunch of really good singles off of it. The the, the uh, album, sorry, is called Social Cues. And it's like half of it is very personal. The lead singer is going through divorce. There's, uh, I have a really hard time choosing between songs. There's one called Ready to Let Go, which is really all about him accepting that, he, you know, his marriage was over and it's, it wasn't worth fighting for anymore. It's a heartbreaking song. Couldn't go with that one. It's too heartbreaking. <laughs> but it's a great song. But you love depressing movies, so why not depressing I, I songs? I can't be. I gotta have something. I gotta go somewhere for uplifting. <laughs> um, and so the uh, the song that I really love um, off this album is the title track song "Social Cues." It's really good. It's uh, fast paced. It gets you going. Um, great instrumentation and uh, I just I love this band and social cues is a fun one it's one that I listen to a lot of times when I'm driving into work kind of gets you gets the blood pumping a little bit um, it's a great song so I think uh, I think you'll enjoy it I know you uh, I know you like them uh, with that previous yeah song, yeah so. I definitely do and you know Jameson it's okay for you to pick multiple songs off one album so it, 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 <laughs> oh is this a, it, it, is this a, a little precursor for something it's allowed sir so if you need to <laughs> update your list before we get there feel free to do so oh, you know? remember that will help me on my upcoming number okay cool because you know as much as I'm you know okay just flat out honest. I listen to music. I, I listen to music constantly day in and day out. I'm constantly just listening to everything. 
But you know what? If there's just multiple songs from one person that I'm like, well, I can't have this person dominate my list because everybody in their top 10 list, they can only pick that person once. I don't care. If like if they have multiple songs that I listen to nonstop, I'm going to put it in my list. So feel free to do that, sir. If you need to update stuff and be like, you know, I'm going to pick this album again because I really enjoyed this song and I couldn't just pick one. You know, mm-hmm. just just so you know. So very good. All right, so Tabby, what you got? Okay, we're gonna have to edit this part out. Okay, but so um, I'm like really confused because did we start with music first? No, movies. Movies. We did. Movies and then music. Did you number stuff wrong? I'm leaving this in because no. you're jacking things up. <laughs> okay, so his edits hard enough. Says, I got enough editing. It says to do. my number is six, but like. Is that what we're on now? Yeah. Because I just said my number six movie. Yeah. Yeah. We do movies first and then the song. Idiot. I like how halfway through the show we're figuring this out. (laughs) (laughs) My number six. Yeah, jabroni. My number six song technically isn't a 2019 song, but it is. What? It is a remake. Oh, okay. That's okay. And it is The Elements by Toby Mac featuring Ledger. Jen Ledger. There you go. You gotta be more. You gotta be more specific. Here. I'm okay. just laughing at myself. Sorry, you have to excuse me. I'm a little slow. So yes, for those of you who don't know, uh, the elements was uh, the only song that I loved off of the. Jameson and I talked about this last year about you know how Toby Mac's my favorite artist, but his new album I had a hard time loving it like I did the previous ones. But the elements was a song that was my jam. But uh, this year he came out with the remix album, and I, I hate remix albums. But this one was done fresh, brand new, and it sounds like like it's an original song, like there had never been a remix of this. And he added Jen Ledger from Skillet, the drummer, who has an amazing, beautiful angel voice. Amazing vocals. So this is a song that we, yeah, we, we played all the time. So I knew it was going to be on your list. So Yes, I didn't, I was really struggling where to put this because... Like, whenever you put it on in the car, I'm just, like, pumping and jamming. But then with the other songs I have on my list, it was really hard putting it in the correct placement. Because I was, I was, I don't know. Yeah. I, this song's, A lot of struggles. This song's rough for me now because Toby's son died, yeah. died uh, you know. And uh, it was part of the things he talks about in this song is about having his family tore apart and what he's going through. Basically, the song he just made about his dead son, I I can't listen to anymore. I listened to it twice. I'm done. I'm never listening to that song again because I can't stop crying when I freaking listen to it. So uh, anyways, to keep things positive. Yeah. Great, (laughs) great song. But uh, yeah, uh, great pick. So yeah. uh, my number, where are we at? Number six. six. Okay, so this comes from my favorite movie that's not on my list because it's a TV show, Cobra Kai. This would be Cruel Summer. Oh, uh, my God. This song <laughs> is freaking amazing. So uh, Cobra Kai season two, I mean, that was the last episode we did. We went into deep, deep discussions and uh, season two was not only phenomenal, but it was very depressing. And what great way of depressing is by taking a super fun song and making it super ass sad. And uh, the reason why it's sad is when you see what happens and it's played, 
it kills you emotionally. So that's why Cry I love this every song. time. Yeah. So I, mm. it's a phenomenal remake. Cause when this was in the trailers for Cobra Kai, I was like, I can't wait to get my hands on this. And I never thought they were going to be able to release this song. But the day the show came out, the album came out, and this was a bonus track added. So luckily, the the producers were able to get this. So uh, the name of the artist who sings this, uh, forgive me here, is uh, Carrie Kamel. So phenomenal remake. I love this song. And of course... Every time I hear it, I want to watch Cobra Kai. So this mm-hmm. this is my uh, sure. this is my my song. So Why don't you he- listen to that song right now? Yeah, here we go. Check it out.
was our six, right? Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. So that was it for our number six. <laughs> Boy, it's I'm worried about you guys. I know, man. I'm, I'm, ter I'm terrible with numbers. So hopefully you guys dug that. So let's get into our number five movie. We're at halfway point and an hour Woo! and five minutes in already. Holy crap. I thought we'd be done by now, but. No problem. What happened was really struggling with the numbers. Yeah, I know. We are. Numbers are a problem. My number five is a film called The Dead Don't Die. It is a comedy. Horror is very much not an element of this. It's more like Army of Darkness style horror nice. comedy. Uh, written and directed by Jim Jarmusch, who's one of my favorite directors, and stars two of my favorite people in the world, Bill Murray and Adam Driver, as a couple of small town cops, one who's like on his way out the door, one who's like the new cop. And uh, the the uh, zombies start rising out of the graves. People start turning into zombies, and uh, and these two are trying to figure it out. And uh, it's just got a whole host of crazy characters. Just watching Bill Murray and Adam Driver work together on screen just kills me. I, I love them, and uh, yeah, it's just it's a fun, really funny movie. Um, and uh, yeah, I love it. Uh, it's it's not really received really well. People didn't care for it when it came out. It kind of came and went really quick, but I loved it. Okay, cool. Because we're big Adam Driver fans now, so yeah! I had no idea about this movie. So this is on my to do. This is at the top of my priority. Yeah, list. check it out. So is this uh, this is out now available for me to check out? Right. Yeah, because it came out I think in September. Oh, okay. Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, I love Adam Driver. Can't wait to check it out. So, all right. Excellent. So, uh, what is your number five? Tim? My number five movie is another sequel, and that would be Zombieland Double Tap. Woohoo! It's a good one. <laughs> love this movie so much. I when I first saw the trailer, I was gonna be like, when I saw the trailer, I was like. I'm 100% going to love this movie. It's automatically going to be on my list. And guess what? It was. <laughs> there was parts of it that I didn't really like, but then I really liked... I mainly liked all of it. There was only, like, one scene I didn't really like. Which and was... It was cause is it the, a spoiler? Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, not really, no, because it's, like, a mini scene. It's the car scene with um the guy that plays Beck from Victorious on Nickelodeon. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well... We're kind of kills it. So zombie, here's here's what I enjoy about this one, is the blonde is super annoying, but mm -hmm. they balance it out to where she doesn't destroy the movie. Yeah. Yep. Does that make sense? Like I thought it was a perfect balance because, like, I was going through this like I think she's gonna I think she's gonna tank this movie for me. But you know what was amazing was that remember that in the hotel that one shot fight scene. Where I was like, dude, I feel like I'm watching the Cobra, Cobra Kai, Kai and, and Marvel yeah. Daredevil. I was like, this is one shot. That's great. You can count on us to always bring up Cobra Kai from now on. <laughs> yeah, right. Huh. So uh, what? What? Because you and I, Jameson, one of our one of my all time favorite episodes we ever did together was Zombie Land, and we yeah. and we love that movie. So uh, how do you feel about the sequel? Um, I really liked it. Like I love Woody, and he's so good in this movie. Yeah. Like one of my favorite scenes is the very first, you know, because it, it it copies the style of the first one, you know, a lot of slow mo with you know big music playing. Yeah. Like there's the the opening sequence where he's like got this huge grin on his face as he's tack just tackling a zombie while everyone else is shooting him. He's like, no, nah, I gotta get close to him. Yeah. Like I love it, and I think it's you know Abigail Breslin uh, is like the one person out of that cast who since Zombieland she kind of disappeared. Yeah, that... and I think it was kind of smart to separate her from the rest of the cast. Then in this movie, 
and let them kind of be the strength of it as they're like chasing her for a bunch, a majority of the movie. Cause I do think she's kind of the weak link in this. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I love the chemistry between the other three. And then you add in this new girl who's annoying, but in the, the right mix of annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I and think, you add new characters. Rosario Dawson shows oh, up. You know, it's so like, good. oh, we get some new people in this world. That's cool. Yeah, so good. I think that was my probably my own. I don't know if it was a problem. I was like, well, man, she's not really in this movie too much. But the other three, they're all like, you know, uh, award winning actors now. Yeah. So it's like it makes sense. But you know, it, it at the end of it, I was like, you know what? That was that was good. So uh, mm-hmm. that was I can kind of spoil it now. That's in my honorable mentions. It it, it was like my number eleven. Yeah. It, it, Sure. Just barely, just barely missed. So uh, not only that, but half the movie takes place in Graceland and, and had Elvis stuff. So I gotta show Land in this movie. Yeah, that gets obsessed with Elvis. Awesome. Uh, my number five is the first movie I saw in 2019, and that's uh, John Wick Three. So oh. uh, this movie mm-hmm. is just balls to the wall action. I mean, John Wick trilogy. Uh, these movies just get better and better and better. And this is now on HBO and I think it's on like every other day. So me and Fonda are watching this like all the time. It's mm-hmm. it's just so good. It The movie knows exactly what it is. What's crazy is, is that John Wick should have died like at least three times because he's so exhausted when he's fighting, especially by the end. But because they're such fanboys is the only reason he never dies. You know what I'm saying? Like in that fight at towards the end, not this, you know, I kind of spoil it, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, if you know, John wick lives, cause there's going to be a number four. A lot of people die in his movies. Yeah. A lot of people die, but, uh, this was just super fun, man. It's definitely fantastic. I, I think it's better than, uh, the number two. So this is my favorite of the series. And I love the dog scenes. So good. So this was, uh, super fun for me so mm-hmm. um it's just time it, it just because it came out so early in the year and just seeing so many things that's kind of why it dropped but it was my number one for quite a long time so sure all right nice. so what's your number five song of the year sir so my number five is the theme song that you referenced earlier it's from a guy named ludwig Gorenson. ludwig Gorenson is a cool dude man this guy just writes um like uh, scores to things like he uh he did the score for the creed movies for venom he won the Grammy for the score to Black Panther. Um, he also uh, helped write and produce uh, Childish Gambino's album last year, which was one of my favorite albums of the year. And then this year he came out with the score to what is my favorite television show, The Mandalorian. His theme is my ringtone now. It is, uh, it's so great. And it sets the tone for every episode, every time you hear it. And when it comes up in the show, you're like, ooh, something's about to happen. That music is my key. Um, so I just love it. I love that, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a theme song. Yeah. There's no lyrics, but it's, uh, it very much sets a tone for this cool space Western show. Nice. Is it a long song? It's like two minutes. Okay. Maybe I might play the whole thing because it's, sure. it's short. So, and I'm glad I'm not the only one that has a theme song on the list. So that, that's that, right. That's awesome. So good times. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Tabby, what's your, uh, what's your number five? My number five song is by a female artist, and I really, really relate to this song because of, and it like has a really emotional toll to me because all of the lyrics really like mean something to me, except for one lyric about talking about, you know, drinking. But it is <laughs> Icy by Kim Petrus. Petrus. Yeah, this is one of those Apple Music uh, females. 
mm-hmm. you know, writes everything. You know, she's uh, she's huge downloads, but she's an independent artist and uh, great music video. And uh, yeah, um, this is one of those happy songs that I was so glad that I found. And uh, it's been a consi- it's been a constant rotation, yeah. uh, nonstop. But Tabby went through her breakup. Her first boyfriend broke her heart, oh. and that's why she loves this. I thought this would be <laughs> higher on your list. I'm kind of so shocked. Did I, so, but the rest of my list makes sense. Okay, so uh, I'm excited for you guys to Hopefully. hear that one. So, uh, my number five song comes from a band that. Uh, you know, kind of gets some crap, but uh, this song is super fun. Kind of annoying if if it's been overplayed. Oh. But it's five seconds of summer and teeth. Uh, I knew it. Yeah, I I've never seen that Thirteen Reasons Why show. I know you have, but I've this seen all th- of this it. song comes from that. But I played this, I think, on the last STL episode. Uh, this chorus is just so catchy. It is ridiculously catchy. And it's super fun. And Five Seconds of Summer, I think they make some good tunes, but they're not like well respected like the Jonas Brothers. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're kind of considered like boy band material, if you will, like One Direction. 1D. But I mean, they do all their own instruments and everything. So uh, good, good song. So I don't associate it with you know Thirteen Reasons Why. This song is just super fun. Yeah, so. We because you heard it on I think it was wasn't it wrestling? Yeah, it was. Pay-per-view? Yeah, it was on a pay per view, and I was like, this song's freaking awesome. I downloaded it right away, and then I that's when the front cover was the Thirteen Reasons Why. So do you know this one, sir? I don't think I do. Okay, so uh, it's a super fun poppy song, and the bass. You're a bass guy, so the mm-hmm. the right off the beginning, the bass blows your speakers away. So I think right off the bat, you're gonna enjoy this one. I think this will be your cage cage elephant song for me. Uh-huh. This will be for you. So I'll check it out. Yeah. I like the, I like the you're a bass guy. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know how you are, so you're gonna like this one. So ho- hope you guys dig it. Check it out. Number five songs. Here you go.
Some days you're the only thing I know Only thing that's burning when the nights grow cold Can't look away, can't look away Beg you to stay, beg you to stay, yeah Sometimes you're a stranger in my bed Don't know if you love me or you want me dead Push me away, push me away Then beg me to stay, beg me to stay, yeah Call me in the morning to apologize Every little lie gives me butterflies Something in the way looking through my eyes Don't know if I'm gonna make it out alive Fight so dirty but your love so sweet Talk so pretty but your heart got tea Late night devil put your hands on me Thing in my life Sometimes when I look at you I see my wife And you turn into somebody I don't know And you push me away Push me away, yeah Call me in the morning to So that was our uh, that was a number five. So let's uh, we're getting down the list. Yeah, we are. So let's get to number four movie of 2019, sir. Yeah, my number four is a movie that Tabby just talked about a few moments ago. It's Good Boys. Woo-hoo! I love it, man. That's a lot of fun. It's a movie that I I uh, took a buddy of mine and we went and we laughed out loud like idiots in the theater, <laughs> and we're having a good time, man. And uh, it is so good. you know it's it's part of it is because like man, these little kids shouldn't be saying these words, right? I mean, there's part of that. But I love the character. I can't remember his name. He's played by Keith L. Williams. He was a little African American kid. Yeah. Who, who screams? Con- yeah. And he, well, yeah. And he's the kid who had the conscience out of the group. Yeah. And he's like, 
no, I'm not doing that. My mom said I shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> and I love his character and his reactions are hilarious to the situations that they get put into. And I like that there's, you know, there's, it's crass humor yes. with like a bunch of like 10 year old kids, but, but I like that there's some, there's some heart to the movie too in moments and uh, it's a good flick, you know. Can't show your kids, but uh, it's a good flick. Yeah, there's a lot of heart. Uh, I'll spoil now. It's my number four as well. So nice. Yeah, I love this movie, and by far the scene that Tabby and I watched the most on repeat was the, the fir- was the fraternity paintball scene. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Th- one. That was a consistent. <laughs> I have to rewind and watch that, and it would just get funnier and funnier as it went on. So, but the thing that m- separates this movie from your typical crass humor is the mm-hmm. is the heart. Yeah. There's so much of that in this and especially about how long are you going to, you know, will will this friendship last me? Yes. Or yes, you, that's That's what's that's great. tough like oh, wait, are, we're not just going to be best friends forever cuz we're best friends cuz you know, we live in the same neighborhood? Yeah. Like what? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's hard. That that's that's what I enjoy the most about this film and uh it's my favorite comedy of the year. So good. Nice. So what was there because I spoiled mine. What was your number four? My number four is definitely one like the best reptile movie I've ever seen in oh, my life. So good. This <laughs> movie is Crawl. The last I am a big fan of alligators, snakes, and shark movies. After I got depressed after forty seven meters down, <laughs> I was I saw the trailer to this and I was like, There's no way that this will not be good. Like the alligators look so real. This movie, it has the right amount of tension that it always has you on the edge of your seat. And the actress is so good. And there's certain scenes where you think this is going to happen, but then it totally doesn't. Something completely opposite just happens. Yeah. Like, this This is my shallow. The Shallows was my yeah. favorite film of that year. And this is the, the equivalent of The Shallows with the crocodile. So take The Shallows, if you like The Shallows, Take that movie and add a crocodile, and, and there's and a crawl. hurricane. And- yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this movie, this movie is is a creature feature. It's a disaster film. It's like you have 15 minutes of setup, and then the rest is just insanity. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love this movie. This this is another. This was the second film that I bought not seeing it, knowing I would love it. And uh, yeah, great, great pick. So. Nice. So, uh, yeah, I already said my number four. So we'll go ahead and roll into your number four song of uh, 2019, right. sir. Sure. My number four is a collaboration between two uh, two artists that I really love. Uh, a guy named Josh Ritter, who's a singer-songwriter that I think is just incredible. And uh, this year he collaborated with a group uh, called the Milk Carton Kids. The Milk Carton Kids had an album that I almost made my list. They'd be honorable mention on my music list. But they got together for this collaboration and one song in particular, which is just gorgeous and when you listen to it really think think about it it's uh, it's a bit heartbreaking it's a song called the gospel of mary and what they do in this song is they kind of take the, the the biblical story of mary and joseph and the baby jesus right and they set it kind of in our modern time uh in the 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 refugee circumstances that we see in this world and uh kind of wow. what would happen and uh you know you, you your baby gets taken away and separated and all the stuff and it's this great interplay between the two of them and so kind of depending on how you listen to it is what you take from it um 
And it's just beautiful. It's beautiful songwriting from Josh Ritter, and I just absolutely love this song. Ooh. So Gospel of Mary, nice. my number four. Yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued. So I like creative songs like that. That You know, as I always say, it doesn't matter genre whatever a good song is a good song so right. that that's that's it sounds exciting so i'm, I'm mm-hmm. pumped up to hear this so woohoo. what's your number four tabby so this song slowly creeped up my list it was going to be my number eight song but then the more i was going through my list and put everything in a playlist and kept repeating it and repeating it this song is talk by khaled it really i don't know it just there's something about it like just the sound of it it like gets you pumping like I don't, it's not really a slow song but it's a slow fast song if that makes sense okay is that dj khaled you're talking about no oh that's what i was thinking yeah <laughs> no it's not dj khaled it's by it's just normal khaled like they're dj khaled dj khaled. i can't stand that guy He's no just, amen oh. and i don't know he He's on um, my Beyonce list and my, uh, you know, the overrated stuff. Oh, you know, God. oh, you know the location song, like the Send Me Your Location, Ride the Vibrations or whatever? No. When you hear that song, you'll know who I'm talking okay. about. But, yeah, this so, This is a high, you, high school song. It, yeah, it. when you hear it, you'll you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Awesome. I, I'm excited. I don't I don't know if I'm excited because the songs you listen to with your friends, I don't know. So It has no rapping in it, they, they, You worry you're, me you're sometimes. Safe. All right, cool. All right, so uh, my number four is a song that uh, you now get to hear the full version because Tabby brought up earlier. This is uh, Toby Mac and Jen Ledger, The Elements. Woo! So uh, this song is, is just freaking fantastic because Jen kills it. Uh, kills it. Man, I cannot get enough of her voice, man. With all these skillet songs, so, people are gonna get so I know, tired. I know people are it. like, "Screw this, man! I'm done." <laughs> um, so good, man. And uh, again, I hate remixes. I think it's just a cheap way to sell albums. But you know, some people can pull it off good. But this album that came out is kind of just redoing the original song and it's done in it's not like it's it's just done like it sounds like this is the original intended song and that's what I enjoy about it and it takes the song that I love and just takes it to a whole new level so that's why I dig this one I don't know if you've heard this version yet sir so I don't know we'll find out okay cool so uh, we'll go ahead and play the songs for you hopefully you enjoy it here we go check it out we lived on roots in the bark of trees Joseph and my boy and me Drank the water from the stream And hoped it would not kill us A man offered a change of luck all we had for a cargo truck With fifty others in the back They shut the door behind us It got so hot we could not breathe Joseph and my boy and me I apologize 
too far Can we just talk? Can we just talk? Figure out where we're growing yeah. I lace the boots up It's straight to the door Cause this is worth fighting for I get my head right The heart's gotta follow Whisper a prayer like there ain't no tomorrow Take a breath And I exhale slow I wasn't made for this kind of cold This ain't the kind of place that you want to know These are the elements I'm telling you, bro This world, it's up in my grill This world, it's shooting to kill This world always gotta be stealing my heart This world always trying to rip my family apart I'll fight the elements I'll fight the elements I, I got spirit, I got faith This ain't our home, nah, not even close. They camouflage like we fighting some ghosts. You start to doubt everything that you know. I feel the heat and it's starting to show. They try to break us, break us, make us wanna give in. Lay down our arms, no us again. Lay down a fight, I can never relent. And I'ma take it all the way to I'll fight the elements. I'll fight the elements. So that was our number four. So let's roll into our number three. We're getting ooh, top three, getting man. Woo-hoo. <laughs> we are getting there. Uh, my number three is another Netflix movie. And uh, 
the movie itself is really good. Um, but part of it also is just what it means to me as far as uh, the careers of some people. So the movie is called Dolomite Is My Name. Ooh. It's a true story about uh, B-movie uh, legend Rudy Ray Moore, who made the Dolomite movies back in the 70s. And he was just an insane character. And the movie itself is really good, but what makes it so good is it is like the return to prominence for Eddie Murphy. Yeah. It is he is great in this movie, and he along with him he brings Wesley Snipes into a very big role in this movie, and Wesley is great in this movie. Nice. And I love this. I love watching them out there really getting it done. Uh, you also have Keegan-Michael Key and uh, Craig Robinson and some other actors that I really enjoyed. And it's a fun story. It's kind of insane. Um, I used to love... I watched the first two Dolomite movies back in the day when I was you know, in high school because they were just horribly cheesy 70s movie, black exploitation movies. And they're just stupid and, uh, and poorly done, but we loved them. And uh, to kind of see how those got made and to see... Eddie Murphy being Eddie again makes me excited for what he has coming soon. Speaking of which, we'll be getting the trailer for the new Coming to America movie very soon. I know, man. It's Yeah. You know, it's funny. I just watched... Eddie likes to swear a lot in interviews, which is Uh always fun. But he said that, you know... This is a movie he's really proud of, and I believe him because there's no way he would touch this because everybody told him, don't F this up, Eddie. So, and have when I found out everybody's back, you know, we got Arsenio Hall back, his wife Mm -hmm. is back, and yeah, everybody's back. Isn't James Earl Jones back as well? Yes, yeah. So, I am super, I'm curious, and I think if this first trailer lands, unlike the Birds of Prey trailer, which made me (laughs) not want to watch that movie. Hopefully, this is going to be a home run. I really hope it is because Eddie needs it. Eddie needs another home run. And it's not, he's already got kind of like, a, you know, he's got all the bases loaded with this mm-hmm. movie. I think if Coming to America 2, you know, that could hit it out of the park, man. It sounds like he's really trying. Like he's every, from every interview I've seen with him lately, from him coming back to host SNL, which was great. It feels like he's like, I'm ready to be funny again. I'm ready to restart my career and, and try and not just kind of phone it in like he did for his last like dozen movies. Yeah. So I'm excited for it. And this was a good like precursor. This is a good test balloon for what, uh, you know, 2020 and on beyond Eddie Murphy is going to look like. So I'm, I was excited by it. Nice. All right, Tabby, what's your number three? My number three movie was lower on both of your lists. It is Ready or Not. Nice. Yeah. I really enjoyed this movie because I felt like I was in like those situations. And Really? I'm... You had people trying to kill you? Oh, God. It happens all the time. Damn. You know. <laughs> but like, oh, this family has a ritual. I get involved. Yeah, I do game night. You know, I get to get sacrificed. Yeah, you're right. You're in these situations I'm all the time. Hundred percent. You know what I meant? I felt, no, I don't. I felt what like I was like not. <laughs> I felt like I was. What the, the hell are you talking I about? I felt like I wasn't in the situations, but I felt like I was there with them. You know, like no, I, I don't. I felt like I was. Never mind. Just what are you disregard what I said. Because... Are you doing drugs that I don't know about? No. Okay. But I really enjoyed this movie because there was twists and turns, and I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. You were involved. You were invested I, in there her you character. Go. Yeah. Okay. There you but, go. But um, and you know that when I'm invested into a movie, I really enjoy the movie. Right. 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 Because I'm like, 
I'm one of those type of people that I'm like, if I don't really like the movie, I'll just be on my phone the whole time. Right. But I was so invested in this. And I was like, Mom, I thought it was going to be, you know, like your next. But then when I realized it's not, I looked at it from an open point of view. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this movie is really good. And there was like when there was this one point in time where I was like, okay, this is it. She's dead. But then I realized, but then after the scene happened, I was like, okay, so how are they going to play this scene out? And then after they played it out, it made more sense. It was fun twist. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, two movies on all three of our lists. Yeah. So that would Hobbs and Shaw on this one. So Hobbs and Shaw, Good Boys, and Ready or Not. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's mm-hmm. three. We're doing good because yeah. last year we all didn't match. So that's awesome. So This is true. All right. So uh, my number three is a movie Tabby brought up, and that's my favorite. Uh, that'd be Crawl. Uh, I love – it is so hard to find – a good creature feature movie these days, especially when everybody wants to cheap out on CGI and you got the stupid sci-fi movies on no. television. But I, the fact that this whole movie is almost 98% CG blows my mind because I watched the making of this and I'm like, th- that had to have been real. And when you find out it wasn't, I'm like, wow. So um, the girl, the main girl, if you guys have seen the, the uh, Maze Runner, uh, she's the main girl in that film. Uh, she has blonde hair instead of brunette, so she looks a little bit different. But uh, I really enjoy just the isolation. It just reminding me so much of The Shallows. And this was my number one film uh, of the year. I thought for sure nothing was going to beat this. So I was like, I know exactly Same what this here. is. So um, yeah, I loved it. Good times. So heck yeah. All right. So uh, what's your uh, what's your number three song, sir? Yeah, this is a tough one. My number three is from one of my favorite my favorite bands ever. Like going back to high school, this has been a band that uh, every album of theirs is just tremendous to me. And uh, I think last year, um, I think last year one of my top three songs was a song called Talk Talk by Perfect Circle. Yep. Um, and so the lead singer of that, that's his side band. His main band is Tool. Um, and uh, Tool has gone 13 years without a new album. Wow. And it's been killing me there's been rumors of will it ever happen and maynard the lead singer kind of teases it all the time like ah, maybe we're working on something well it finally came out this year and it was tremendous uh just the the entire album it has this great flow to it and i found out why it has such a flow to it is well, originally they were just going to make this one 80 minute song they weren't going to have what tracks it was just gonna be an 80 minute song oh my god that they released um and these songs i mean Several of the songs on the album are 12 minutes, 15 minutes long, and they go through various themes and tones throughout the course of one song, you know, and all these things are going on. Um, and there's they they play around with odd time measures, so the beats are different, and they're a very bass and drum heavy band to begin with, right? So when they start messing with the time measures and the beats of within the song, it really I don't know, for me, it just it it's what excites me about this band all the time. So I had the hardest time coming up with which song to choose, right? Uh the album is called Fear Inoculum, and that's the title of the first track. That's a great track. Um, but the one I went with is my favorite one, just barely. It's called Numa. Um, and it's just it's kind of it's like three songs within 12 minutes. Wow. Like it goes all over the place in different tones and it's it's beautiful. But this entire album 
beginning to end is just greatness. So that's that is awesome. You know what's funny? Uh, this album released the same day as Skillet's Victorious. So, oh, did it? Yeah. So as I was jamming to this in my car, sending you text messages, you're like, "Dude, I'm jamming a Tool right now." Hell and yeah. then it, it was like, uh, I remember on iTunes. It was number one was this new album. Number mm-hmm. two was Tool's last album, and then number three was Skillet. And that was well, that was crazy that day. I remember that. Well, part of it that made it so exciting too was Tool refused to release their catalog for streaming. Right. And so for like people like me, you know, I have all the CDs. Um, but if you just want to listen to them, you know, you're on Apple Music or iTunes, whatever it is, um, and you don't want to, you know, get the CD or whatever, download. It. There was no no way to do it, and so th- that all coincided with them dropping this new album. Was they also released the rights to all their previous albums? So suddenly it's like, oh my god, I've got it all. It's all here. Hundreds of hours of music. It feels like. like so that was pretty awesome. It was a pretty good day. Yeah, yeah. So that that's awesome. So I'm happy for you. I'm excited to hear this. That's crazy to hear that story about an 80 minute song. Wow. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's that's awesome. I, make you play that at the end of this i know right play the 80 minute song <laughs> all right tabby what is uh what's your number three for the year my number three song is by a band that we all know and love Woo-hoo. and it's skillet <laughs> <laughs> but forgive us stl forgive us um i really just deeply enjoy the vocals in this song and the solo that Jen has is amazing. And like the message that is put out in this song is like, I mean, I don't know. It's just like really good. Is this terrifying the dark? No, it no, is not. Okay. What is this? This is victorious. Ooh. Okay. So, um, the, the reason why the message is so good in this song, this was written about suicide. Yeah. Uh, this is because the, when Chester from Lincoln park died, this hit John Cooper very, very hard. So this song was written strictly for people going through depression and feeling that they need to kill themselves. That's what, and this has the, the typical skillet violins, cellos, but it has the uplifting chorus. So this that's why everybody loves this song is because it's like The Last Night Part 2. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah, this is a... You know this song, Jameson, don't you? Victorious? This is the Absolutely, number yeah. three, yeah. Yeah, this song was lower on my list, but then the more I kept playing it, it got like a deeper message to me because I've had a lot of friends like in the past that have, you know, wanted to kill themselves. Right. And like I've been, they told me that I was the reason that they didn't because like I was always there and helping them through everything. So like this song, like, um, not helps me. Re- but, like, reaffirms. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's always good when, when you hear that. So, you know, unfortunately one of my best friends, uh, that, you know, committed suicide. So that's always been a really, um, deep subject for me and uh it always hits home so whenever that happens you know it's like somebody loses the battle of depression because you know my wife suffers from depression so the the thing is is i i know the signs and i know what to look for and you know just to be there for the for a person who has depression sometimes they just need to hear you know all it takes is you know one person yeah yeah i mean just think about it you could be rude to somebody uh, just a random stranger, or you could be super nice to a random stranger, and that that moment of kindness 
can change their whole entire world around mm-hmm. just by doing something that, you know, they drop their papers on the floor and they're like, that that's it. That's the last straw. And you're like, hey, here you go. You know, so it you're it's crazy the actions you take, how much it affects other people. So that's one of the messages that I love about this song. So great pick. Uh, good times. So uh, my number three uh, is... Uh, <laughs> Oh man, people are really gonna hate this. So, oh boy. Uh, so, <laughs> it's Skillet, isn't yeah, it's it? Yeah, <laughs> Skillet uh, with Legendary. So here's what's crazy. This was my number one song. I've had a battle with this song because, you know, I hear this song every single week. I we're WWE fans, and this is the theme song to Raw. So it's amazing that every single week everybody's listening to Skillet when they're watching Raw. Uh, it's pretty sweet. Um, I, I would like to dedicate this song to my boy, uh, Cobra Kai Peter, Time Traveling Peter, because if anybody's been legendary this past year, it'd be my boy Peter, because this song reminds me a lot of what he's done with the Cobra Kai, with the amount of interviews he's had, but also meeting the producers, uh, the writers and creators of the show, and just getting all the exclusive information he gets. He's, you know, he just is just, you know, it just it reminds me a lot and he's really he's really kicking ass which is awesome so uh whenever i hear this song i kind of send it to him like hey man this song kind of reminds me of what you've been doing this year keep it up man you got great content you know you're all about you know keeping everything just spoiler free and your content great but the reason i love this song is this reminds me of invincible which is my favorite skillet song part two and uh, they had a lot of problems writing this song. It was supposed to be on their last album, but they went through many rewrites. And the scream that you hear in the beginning is actually John in the kitchen because he lives next. He's close to where Jameson lives. They live in Wisconsin when, yeah. when they're not touring. And one day she's like, I need you to scream. And they were in the kitchen. He's like, I need to get on the tour bus. And he did one scream and that's what hit it. And that repeats. But this is the typical thing I love of just the energy. Whenever I'm having a bad day, I just got to hear this song and I am pumped up. And I had the biggest struggle of making this my number one. I'm surprised still it's not. But when we get there, we'll get there. But uh, so, yeah, I guess we'll get to hear two back to back skillet songs <laughs> there. So, uh, Sorry, as you can tell, it's not the same one. Yeah, yeah, it's not the same one. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. This is our number three songs and uh, good time. So here you go.
That was our number three. Editing is insane for this episode, but we're, we're getting down to the wire. So uh, let's get to our, our top two, man. I'm, now, oh we're, now we're really now we're getting really serious getting, yeah, now. Getting real serious. All right, sir, so what's your number two favorite movie of the year? So this movie, uh, this movie was a ton of fun. I love it. People kind of trashed it. I loved it, and I was really worried going in because it had gotten pushed back several times, which is never a great sign. Um, and, uh, they had to do some wonky things with the CGI, you know, and we saw that happen with cats recently and people hated that movie. (laughs) This movie I really dug. It's Alita battle angel. 
I had a ton of fun with this. I love the look of it. I love the action. I love the story. Like I was invested. I was emotional about what was going on in this movie. I think, you know, people complain about the look of her and all oh, her eyes are too big or whatever. And I think it looks great. I, I, you know, I forget that she's a, not a real character in this movie. There's a lot of heart to this robot um, and her story, and I think it's a ton of fun, and I really, really hope we get another one. I know it didn't make a ton of money. They spent a ton of money on it. Um, it did well overseas, so hopefully, maybe they'll, we'll get another one. Um, but I really dug it, and I think it kind of got unfairly trashed. I think people were just ready to trash it because there was so much turmoil in the making of this movie, but uh, she's great. Christoph Waltz is great as her father and creator, and... Uh, it's got an interesting message to it. Nice. So I really recommend Alita Battle Angel. Excellent pick. That is on my that's on my list. Um sound that that sounds like fun. I, I heard you just talking about it on Flicks, and that's what got me interested was mm-hmm. was all the things you were saying about it. So yeah. um, now Tabby, before you go into your number two, mm-hmm. I have a very strong feeling uh our our number one, one and two, two are, are, exactly are identical. The so Ooh, are they the same uh, order? So yeah. Yes. Uh so our number two I think we're gonna talk about together because I'm pretty sure yours is exactly as my number two. Uh because th- there's some crazy stories. Throw throw them a curveball. What's, Tabby, what's your number on. two? Before I get into number two, I have one question for you. Sure. What's rule number one? Party. Yeah, no. <laughs> My number two is Peanut Butter Falcon. That's your, that's your number two. Yeah. All right, cool. Is yours I'm not. Is <laughs> <laughs> yours is different. Mine is different. I thought I, I thought it. that was gonna be. No. Yeah, I, 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 I wow, love it. Wow. Oh my god. That's crazy, dude. All right, talk about it, Tabby. Yeah. Okay. Well. I love this movie so much because the guy from Transformers, I don't... Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, Shia LaBeouf. He does a really good job at bringing the emotional toll into this movie because... So I found out from my dad that he actually had gone to jail and got yeah. out of yeah. jail in the making and... um. I don't know his so name. So what it was is um the, the main act... The main... Basically, this is a, a, a crazy, awesome adventure story with a uh, guy with Down syndrome and, yeah. and escapes and comes in contact with Shia LaBeouf, who essentially is kind of a loner. And they go on this journey together, which uh, which is pretty awesome. But um, he, what's great is, is that the, the chemistry of these two that you see on screen is so real because in real life, uh, Shia LaBeouf kind of midway through... Uh, he actually got uh, got into drinking and got arrested. And when he came back on set, everybody was just they couldn't look at him, whatever. And and this guy, the main star of the film, he just you know he looked at him and he gave him a hug. And Shia LaBeouf felt no condemnation, condemnation, yeah, condemnation, condemnation. Yeah, thank you. And and the only thing he said to him, he's like, Shia, don't f this up for me. This is my only movie. And, and he gave him a hug, and he's like, I won't. And that totally changed him around. And, and the emotional togetherness that they – the emotional scenes they have are just so fantastic. And uh, this is a phenomenal movie. And, uh, yeah, great It pick. was w- funnier than I thought. Like, this is – it's not really, like, 100% comedy. <laughs> the punch to the face. That they yeah. <laughs> I said he can't swim. But, like, it has – So much heart. 
yeah, it has its funny moments, and then it knows when to get serious and, like, bring you in. And then it also has a little surprise for you WWE fans, special little cameo. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was really, like, excited to watch this movie. You showed me the trailer, and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this. But then you put it on, and within the first ten minutes, I died yeah, laughing. Yeah, so good. Uh Okay. It's a great movie. It's a like great, great. Movie. I uh, in in my year end rankings of like the best movies, yeah. this was in my top twenty. Nice. Uh, yeah. and Shia LaBeouf actually had two movies that were in my top twenty this year. This and Honey Boy, which was like his bio- autobiography yeah. that he wrote about himself growing up and his really uh, abusive father, uh, where he played his own father in the movie. Uh, it's just he's. He, He's misunderstood. Like Shia had his rough time. Yeah, he had a rough time after Transformers, and he really wanted to be seen as a great artist, a great actor. He's one of those met really method actors, um, and that was met with a lot of you know people really giving him crap, especially after uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull as well. Yeah, right. Like nobody wanted to take him serious, and he had a lot of hard times. And a lot of that is addressed in Honey Boy, the other film that came out this year, but. I think he's made three consecutive movies that are have blown me away in the last two years. And I'm like, I'm there for everything that he makes. And Peter Bar Falcon was just an excellent film. Oh, so good. And you know, what's funny is, uh, that was one of the last, that was the last movie we watched of the year. So we did like yeah. a weekend thing. So, um, so, so my number two, uh, is, a, is not my favorite movie of the year, but it's the most important movie of the year for me. Uh, and let me explain that. So the reason why it's the most important movie of the year for me is because of my history uh, in this situation. So that would be Star Wars. The Rise of Skywalker mm. would be my number two because I've been on a I hate Star Wars kick for about a good six years, especially because of toxic fans and uh, and Tabby as well as like screw Star Wars I'm never watching that trash. It's it's <laughs> it's it's junk. So for whatever apparent reason, I woke up one day and I I had this crazy feeling of wanting to watch my favorite, which is Return of the Jedi, because I I love that movie so much. It, Luke Skywalker, badass green lightsaber. I'm like, you know what? I want to watch this. And I told Tammy, I said, you know what? I know you don't like Star Wars, but I think you'll like this movie. Let me give you some backstory. I think you'll have some fun midway through having a good time and by the end of it she was like good movie not something i think i would watch all the time you know like in in our typical rotation i'm like okay so there's this new trilogy out and the new movie is out in the theater and how about we watch this and if you like it then maybe we'll go see this one put on the force awakens and instantaneously it like this was my going back into it i was like man i forgot how awesome this movie was and you got super invested in yeah. that and then when we now the last jedi when we got to that one i had never seen it the only reason i i didn't want to see it because i knew what happened to luke i was pissed off so i was like mm-hmm. i'm never gonna watch that but i was like you know i just saw this i'm like let me check it out let me see if it's if everybody hates it we were so in tune to that movie. I couldn't. I I couldn't move. I was just like, "Wow, this is so good." And Kylo Ren is my freaking favorite. Ben? So yeah. yeah. So Tabby yeah. calls him Ben, <laughs> and I'm like, "I love, I love this new trilogy." And I, you know what? I'm gonna piss people off. I love the new trilogy over all the other two. So 
there. I, wow. I said it. This is my favorite. I love it. It's super good times. And uh, I am so invested in, in Kylo Ren and 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 uh, and uh, freaking uh, Ray. Ray. It's just it. So knowing that Rise of Skywalker was on, like you know, after Last Jedi, she's like, okay, let's do it. And we watched Rise of Skywalker, and we came out just like blown away. And now, you know what? I like you said on real reviews, you either love it or you hate this movie. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And what's really cool is is that. Having Tabby from a new perspective, I think, is what reinvigorated my what made me fan of Star Wars. You know, like I I've ignored all the toxic fans, and we were gonna do an episode review of this, but like but, right after. But Jason's like, hey man, don't do it. There's too many toxic fans out there. He was looking out for me. I'm like, you know what? I'll, I'll take your advice, and I won't do it. And I don't know on your episode of Flicks if you got any trash for it, but um. I don't know. We recorded since then. I don't even remember. I don't get to read the emails. <laughs> um, I know that that um, just in in everyday life that I have uh, gotten into some interesting conversations with people um, who, and it is like it's very a lot of vitriol, whether people love it or just. I had a guy who came up to me, sought me out this past Wednesday night at church to tell me how much he hated this movie. Wow. And kind of got into it. And I, you know, and, and the thing is, is with these movies, I can understand a lot of it. Like, you know, whether I enjoy it or don't enjoy it, I can understand. I can put myself in there and say, yeah, I can understand yeah. that this could, you know, this would be a problem. It's it's a matter of whether you're okay with what they're doing or not. Right. Or can you remove your expectations from the, from what you actually got? And yeah, this, uh, this guy was going up and down about how much he hated everything. It's like, well. It's unfortunate. I, I can understand that. Yeah. I'm not going to try and change your mind. Yeah, I I already know this is Tabby's favorite movie, so uh, you know I I'll know, get into uh, yeah, my I, stuff. I, <laughs> but I just want to say the reason why this is the most important movie is because this movie, just the the rewatch to this, totally changed my my love of Star Wars. Um, nice. I'm back there again, and uh, I just avoid the the toxicness and just I just I want to talk to people who like the movie, and if you don't like it, I totally get it. I understand this because I don't want to think about who Palpatine screwed in, in, in this situation. You know, spoiler alert. But uh, I I don't care. I I had fun, and it just it was you know I the criticisms I hear it, but I'm I don't know, man. It it's nice to to love Star Wars again. And and because of Ben, because that's what Tabby calls him, she refuses to call him Kylo mm-hmm. Ren, but Adam Driver, I have been, I fell in love with Adam Driver. I want to see anything he's in now because he, he's got a lot of great movies. He is my favorite character of, you know, Luke Skywalker will always be number one, but Kylo Ren is my, is the dude that just makes me want to watch these movies. He is just so phenomenal. And I think Tabby loves Ben the, out of all the Star Wars characters. I think that's her number one because we had kind of had, what's your top five? And, you know, I, I think I know mm-hmm. why, but I, yeah, you know what? If you hated the movie, Hey man, I'm sorry that it wasn't a Star Wars movie for you. But for me, uh, it, it was because it, it will agree to disagree. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I know you, you liked it. You didn't love it. And th- uh-huh. and that's cool. That's, you know, 
whatever. It, we're not going to fight about it because that's not what me and you do. We only fight about uh, what's the movie we fight about? Oh, Rocky, Rocky Five. Five. Yeah, that's the movie we fight about. So, <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's my number two movie of the year. Nice. So, uh, so there you go. So let's get into mm-hmm. uh, your number two song of the year, sir. Yeah, my number two song is from a group that I absolutely love, and this is, I think. Uh, in my mind, the best album of the year overall. Um, and I really struggled to find a song off here. There was like three of them that I just had to choose. And uh, I picked this song. So the group is called Lumineers, their new album, Three. It's their third album. They're really original. <laughs> um, and so the song that I went with, they have two songs that are both about, that have ladies' names that are great. One called Donna, one called Gloria. And they're both amazing songs. They're really uplifting and fun. Wasn't in the mood for uplifting and fun with this one though, um, <laughs> so I went with the Salt in the Sea, which is more of like a, more of a depressing song. Um, and and uh, but it's just it's beautiful, um, really well done. They they are just such a beautiful band, um, and so the Salt in the Sea is my second favorite song of 2019. Nice, nice. Well, my number yeah. two uh, is uh, Icy from Kim Betra- uh, but- I, I said what? her name Petrus? right. Petrus, thank you. So yeah, uh, this is my most happy accident song of the year. Uh, I was just this came on Apple Music. I instantly loved it, and I was like, man. I watched the music video. The music video is pretty insane. But uh, yeah, this artist is uh, is really really popular in the indie scenes, and uh, it was just a great. This is the greatest pop song of 2019, hands down. Uh, it is just it's so good. Um, it's just. Yeah, you, you heard a little clip of it, but now you get to hear the whole thing. Uh, best pop song of the year, hands down. Mm. And uh, it helps that Tabby heard it once and fell in love with it. I was like, yeah, I think <laughs> I think I got a special one here. So, <laughs> so yeah, I love this one. So, here you go. Our number um, two you song. You forgot about me. Oh. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. There you go. Skip me. I'm sorry. But it's fine. It's, it's cool. F- it's forgiven. I, I'm, I'm trying, you know. Uh-oh. Uh, well. Uh, All right. Well, got to take, take, okay, take a break. Go ahead. Take a call. Oh boy. I thought we were taking calls on the air. <laughs> Caller, are you there? Um, yeah, uh, Mr. Masunas. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't like your take on Star Wars. I thought it was a bad movie. Um, and also way too much skillet on the list. <laughs> okay. Whoops. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. love you. Aww. He never says that to me anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, mom's. Oh, okay. She's like, you're still recording? You're like, yeah, I haven't even started editing yet. <laughs> Stop calling. We would have to keep editing. Oh. I think I know what your number one movie is. I bet you you do. <laughs> I bet I know what Mike's number one movie is. Yep. <laughs> Boy, he thought you guys were going to say it at the same time. Yeah, he kind of spoiled it. Well, nice job. Well. Yeah, well. This is great. This is good radio. Yeah. Keep it keep it all in. Lots of radio. I what I used to do is he would like take off to deal with you guys when you were little. Uh-huh. We'd be recording and he'd be like, Oh, the girls and I'd hear him in the background like, guys, knock it off. And then I would just talk trash about him while knowing that he w- couldn't hear me uh-huh. and see if he'd leave it in if he'd forget to edit it all out. <laughs> Did he ever? <laughs> it was a couple of times. I think he always heard it and just left it in, but yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, we started recording, I think you were like seven. Oh boy. Ten years were- ago? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Ask him when our first episode was cool as ice. Like, it was probably 10 years ago. Wow, time flies. I know, right? STL podcast. 
should subscribe to this. One of these days, I should subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> I think, come on, I never listen. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be taken over soon. It is. I can I can already feel it. I think if he goes for like these long gaps between episodes, you should just record ones without him. Not even tell him. I will. You just tell him, hey, put this up. Like, What's this? Don't worry about it. I'll just be like, there's a special little surprise for you on your computer. <laughs> I like it. She got that Chinese virus? 2012. <laughs> 2012 was our first episode together. Eight years ago. Wow. Yeah. Mama's got the coronavirus? I guess. That's no good. Oh, it sounds like she has it. Oh, no. Put her in quarantine. Oh, boy. We will. I have the Chinese flu, apparently. Yeah, Jameson. Chinese flu. Jameson said we have to quarantine you. Yeah. Not sure how I got it. I don't remember the last time we went to China. When have you eaten Chinese last? When was the last time we ate Chinese? Like, months ago? Four months ago. Yeah, like four, mm. four months ago. I heard it's, you know... It gets you through egg rolls. That's what I heard. I don't think we eat egg rolls. Okay, fine. You're safe then. I think she's all right. Yeah, I think she's fine. I think somebody's just paranoid. So what are we doing? We're doing your number two song because he skipped you? Yeah. What a jerk. How much longer till we get your little sister on this show? I don't know. We'll have to... Yeah, we'll have to get her on. Yeah. What's her name going to be? I don't know. We got to come up with something fun. K-Mac? That doesn't sound right. No. The caster? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I think we've got some time to figure it out. Yeah, we got a couple months mm-hmm. or years. Months. <laughs> we had a lovely conversation that you'll get to hear. We're keeping it all in. Yeah, oh. keeping it all in. Oh, boy. We're talking about Kaylee. Oh. So when you retire, this becomes my show. And then after I'm retired, it becomes Kaylee's show. Oh. Yeah. Uh, sorry, dude. Yeah, Fonda called because she was sent home from work. So Yeah, she's I obviously got that coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so she needed me to help bring some stuff in. Uh, she's like, I'm going to be coughing. Like, did you want to go upstairs so that doesn't show up in a mic? Or I'm like, we're almost done. She's like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. So, All right. So we left right. off on uh, a number two. So what was your number two song, Tammy? My number two song was completely by Jen Ledger. <laughs> People are gonna be so pissed at us. <laughs> so, um, why do you why did you love this song so much? I don't know. The second I heard it, I instantly fell in love with this song. It just has like a great tune. Like I love her voice, just period. But then, like with all of the added instruments and everything, it makes the song like ten times better. And then I am a um bridge girl right yes she loves bridges and songs that's like her thing and the little bridge she does in this song i absolutely love have you heard this one jameson i'm not sure if i have or not okay so this was uh uh jen's this was her only uh single she released in this uh for this year was an e you know because she did the ep Mm -hmm. the prior year and uh, and this is the one that I I showcased earlier in the year because this is the one that has the double drums going, you know, her, oh, sure. her her playing and then her other drummer going. So mm-hmm. it is really unique. But the the song is really great, great message. Obviously, it's pretty sweet. So that's uh, and I already said what my number two is. So we'll go ahead and play our number two song. So here Man. we go. All that you suffer, all 
All alone scared in your room Would you swear there's nobody home On the bed laying awake As you prayed he'd leave you alone I'll let the darkness swallow me whole I need a fire
right, so we're back. So now it's time to get into number one. So what's your number one movie of the year, sir? Uh, my number one movie that I had the most fun watching this year, the movie I've rewatched the most times, uh, absolutely loved it. It's John Wick Parabellum. Woohoo! This movie, man, I took my uh, my oldest son to go see it in the opening night, and we were like, just it was one of those movies where you just elbow on each other, like, dude, can you believe what we're seeing? <laughs> uh, so much fun, uh, so many kills and ways of killing people that I've never I mean, <laughs> killing someone with a library book, using a horse as a weapon. Um, Having a, a a villain who's a fanboy of the good guy and just like every character that's in this, I love the fact that you introduce like uh, bad guys wearing you know armor, wearing you know bulletproof armor, and you actually have to address it. And how how would you you know get past that? And just everything about it is great. The way they expanded out the John Wick universe, I love it. I'm so excited for the next one, and I just. It's it's a movie that like don't tell anybody, but it's my six year old daughter's favorite movie too. Oh, that's like, awesome. We were talking. I had her on my radio show a few months ago, and we were talking about our favorite movies from when we were like six years old, you know. And so I'm talking about you know, oh yeah, I used to love the you know Ghostbusters and you know, all this stuff. And she's talking about Frozen and Trolls, and then she goes that one with the guy. He's got the long hair and he has a gun. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm trying to think of what cartoon she's talking about. You know, what Disney movie? And we're going on and on. So she's like, oh, yeah, John Wick. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and she said that on the radio show? Yeah, 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 yeah. She's like, John Wick. She loves John Wick. So did you have, uh, you know, the, what's those I, people uh, that come to your house to take your kids away? Yeah, that's what I was worried about. <laughs> the child services, child protective services coming to my door. Like, you're letting your six-year-old watch John Wick, huh? So if we're doing confessions, I let Kaylee watch Good Boys. So yeah. and she loved it. She wants to watch it did. all the time. Of course she did. <laughs> yeah. That's good stuff though, John Wick. I love That's it. That's a phenomenal pick, sir. Great job. Yeah. So all right, Tabby. Well I think we know your number one. My number one movie is Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker. What? What? This what a did, surprise. didn't see that coming. No, like not at all. This movie, I told myself I would never watch Star Wars. Never, because everybody ruined it for me because of the amount of hate that everybody was saying. And just everybody just kept talking, going on and on and on about how they hate Star Wars. But my other best friend that I had for 12 years absolutely loved Star Wars. So that was an, like another reason why I didn't want to watch it, because like she kept going on and on, and then there was all this and that. But, so, my dad put on Return of the Jedi one day. Right. And I was we like, okay, I'll check it out. I was on my phone half the time, so I wasn't, like, really invested, but, like, kind of. And then we put on the trilogy, and then I started slowly getting invested. And part two of the trilogy, I was on my phone not once. And we... There you go, James. So, I was at my best friend's house at the time, sleeping over, and my dad texted me. He's like, okay, well, I'm going to show you part two to this trilogy. If you like it, we'll go see the movie today. And I was like, okay, sounds good. So I watched it and I was like, oh, I really, really enjoy this movie. So then we decided to go see it in the theater. I, when I tell you I've never wanted to see a movie so fast again in my life, I tell you, this was that movie. The second we got out of the theater, I'm like, let's go watch it again. And we instantly just kept going. Like, when we got home, we had a whole, at least an hour conversation yeah. of this movie. It's nice. just, like, a great time for me. And it's, like, one of those, like, me and my dad, like, when I say this to my best friend, it's my best friend because, you know, we're literally, like, the same person. Mm -hmm. But, I've like, 
<laughs> I love when like we have like you know special movies or whatever like that we're close mm -hmm. to and we can go watch and see and like always have like that fun memory with it and I would definitely say that this one is top of my list because of that reason and I just really Aww. definitely enjoyed this movie awesome. and awesome. Ben is definitely my favorite character or Kylo <laughs> Ren this was my number one uh, but the, no, it's your number two. But it was my number one until I <laughs> saw until I saw Peter but uh, Peanut Butter Falcon. Peanut Peter Butt. Yeah, Peanut Butter Falcon. Peter, it, Peter it's just he, the, I I honestly thought that our it was identical that you yeah. love that Star Wars moved from one with two. That's why I was like, oh, I instantly know what what your what your number one is. But um, obviously, it was kind of spoiled. You know, I think you guys were joking about it when yeah. I when I stepped away from the microphone a little bit. <laughs> obviously, that was spoiled. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I wasn't expecting it to be that good, but I remember you talking about how great it was. And I was like this, I saw the trailer and especially the gunshot scene. I was like, this looks funny. And you're like, it's so good. And then what, when I watched it, I was just blown away by just the heart. The heart is so good. And the story in this is just, I love these kind of stories. The, you know, the adventure story. Uh, trying to get to the finish line, if you will, which is always, which is always awesome. So, uh, we, you know, we kind of talked about it with Tavi, but, you know, um, yeah, man, if, if uh, it, you know, had I not seen this, Star Wars would have been my number one. Yeah. But I'm glad True. that I saw this when I did. And uh, I can't wait to just keep watching it over and over again. And the ending, uh, you know, we're not going to say anything about it, but the, the shock value I had was just like, oh, my God, I can't believe that it happened. And it was really nice with the cameos from WWE. I had no idea. I was like, I had no idea. I was like, is that Jake the Snake? I was like. You just spoiled it. Oh, no, I, it's fine. The, the, the cameos don't matter. Oh, okay. But, but uh, it was just a super sweet story. And Shia LaBeouf just blew me away how charismatic he was. And I, I love the story of these two guys together and the adventure they went on. So that was, uh, for me, heart goes. Yeah. That, that's, that's what's got to be my number one movie of the year is how much emotionally invested I was. And, you know, and I really was for Star Wars. Uh, Event-wise, that's why I said it's the most important movie of the year. But, you know, favorite film is definitely this one. So that's my number one. Nice. So, uh, what's your number one song, sir? Yeah, my number one song, man. This one I just cannot stop listening to. It's just fun. Like, it's just a good time. And it's a cool, like, anthem, like a girl power anthem. Nice. Not for me, but the song is awesome. <laughs> um, it's from a group called Sunflower Bean. Um, and it's a song called King of the Dudes. Uh, lead singer Julia Cumming, who is the bassist and the lead vocalist. And it's kind of a song about her just being literally the king of the dudes, you know, and just it's her kind of ripping on all of these kind of douchey dudes and just kind of taking kind of taking her power of like, you know, I don't have to be girly girl, you know, and I could be more dude than you than you are, you know, <laughs> I could be cooler than you. And I don't know. I love it. It's a song and it's just it's so much fun. Fun nice. and the lyrics are great and uh, I love it. I've listened to this thing a hundred hundred times already. Yeah, so. th that makes easily your top, your number one. It's easy. Yeah. It's easy to figure out at that point. So yep, absolutely. Looking forward to hearing to it, sir. Woo All right, Tavi. My number one song of the year is "Terrify the Dark" by Skillet. Huh. I did not see that coming. And, and not, not at all. all. <laughs> it's not like that band's been on the list at yeah, all. Yeah, so. like. 
this song has such a great message. Like, if you're going through a dark time, you know, just like that little tiny, you know, like they say, your light will terrify the dark. Like that little tiny, like hope that you have left, just keep pushing forward through it. And you'll, you know, get, not get exactly like get better, but like if you have hope that everything's going to be okay, it will eventually, it'll just take time. But I really, really love Jen's vocals in this song. Whenever my dad puts on a skillet song, I'm like, put on Terrify of the Dark. And he's like, okay, fine. No, I, I love this song. I so. know. Now, That's a great impression of your dad, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Jameson and I know the, the true meaning behind this song. Uh, but it, for Tabby's perspective, it definitely will relate to everybody out there. So that's mm-hmm. what's great about it. So excellent pick for number one. Yeah. I kind of figured it was. Now, uh, since that's Jameson's favorite song, we're going to play the whole entire song of Jameson's Sweet. number one. And we'll play the entire song of that Woo. one. And then uh, for my number Dang, one- I should have put Tool as my number one. Could have made you play a 15-minute song. <sighs> Are you going to change it on me now? No, 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 <laughs> oh, okay. no, no. This is a good one. All right. So since so my number one, I'm going to do something that I've never done before Uh-oh. on my top 10 list. And I could do it because it's my show. Oh, boy. So here we go. He's pulling rank. Yeah. He's giving us a tie. Yeah, exactly. I got a tie for number one. So I've never had that before. I've literally had these two songs neck and neck. And I, I literally cannot pick my top song out of these two and uh the reason why is number one uh completely was the the song that uh i said yep this is the number one song uh because it was jen's you know single of the year and it was just just phenomenal i love the music video but the reason why this other song is my number one is because Unlike all of the songs that you've heard on this list, a.k.a. Skillet, this song uh, called Finish Line is unlike any other Skillet song you've heard because it sounds nothing like them. It is very different. And in fact, it's Jen's favorite Skillet song because of how crazy it is. When you listen to it, it, it's just, it sounds like a different band. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, this kind of coincides with my number one movie of the year. When I think of this song, I think of the Peanut Butter Falcon and all the adventures they went through about trying to get to the finish line. Originally, earlier in the year, there was an Avengers Endgame uh, music video made to this song, which was all about Iron Man's journey, which is a phenomenal video. I highly recommend you check that out. But uh, the reason why I finished line, it just has everything in it for me. The the two-letter word, the, the great chorus, but... Uh, going through all the rough times this year finish line is always at the top of my head like it doesn't matter how bad it is i just gotta press forward and i know where the finish line is and i'm just gonna keep going and the fact of i'm like you know what this is a skillet song that nobody's gonna know a skillet because yeah. uh, i've played it for people who are huge fans of skillet and they could never guess that it was them i'm like who'd you think that was and they name off all these bands and when i tell them it was skillet they're like no way i'm like yep that was skillet so that that that's why it's my number one but also i can't pick between you know yeah. jen and that one so this song I gotta tie. definitely has one of the best bridges skillet has ever had i really enjoy this yeah. bridge. Like, i i played this song on uh my uh, on hush when we uh that was my favorite that would have been my favorite movie of the year had i you know it came out two years ago that was you know the horror movie with the uh with the deaf girl 
Uh, yeah, and the, that's on Netflix. That was my favorite movie of the year, uh, but it was in 2019, so I had to pick other stuff. Mm-hmm. So, But I played that mm-hmm. song because I said this song is totally that whole story. So, so yeah, I'm going to cheat, and uh, I got a tie for number one because I can't, <laughs> I can't pick. I've never had a tie before for my number one movie or number one song of the year. This time I do. Now, so. Dad, when this becomes my show, you can't be doing that. It's true because no, I, no I won't ties. be I won't be on. So there you go. So, <laughs> all right. So let's get in and jam to our number one songs of 
and the chandeliers The wine and dining The menu is blood, sweat and tears Everybody ready, raining the confetti Champions are born right now Kids have any, do you kids have any honorable mentions? Uh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, honorable mentions. So in regards to movies, uh, let's see. For my honorable mentions, I had, uh, let's see, um, Pet Cemetery uh, was an interesting remake. Uh, the ending still kind of blows me away. Uh, I, I don't know if I like it. Um, <laughs> Z- yep, Zombieland 2, Terminator, Dark Fate, and then... Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Man, I, I, I cut that off. So what was your what was your movies? For movies, I had It Chapter 2. It was really this was so me and my sister are 
best friends as well. But there's times where I want to, you know, not be friends with her or whatever. But when we actually enjoy a movie or whatever and, like, we're fine, we'll sit down and watch the whole entire movie. And this is one of those movies. Me and my sister watched the first one together and we absolutely loved it. This one is a movie that me and her can watch all the time. Except it's on my honorable mentions because it was a little bit too long for me. Because it was a three-hour movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, great parenting, right? Adding you know my eleven-year-old <laughs> to this. So, yeah, so. Um, another one I had was <laughs> Pet Cemetery. I don't know if I really like it. A hundred percent like the original better, but I couldn't put the old one on here because it didn't come out. Not fair. Mm. No, it's not fair. Not fair. <laughs> I have Avengers Endgame. It was going to be eleven, but you know, can't yeah. have that. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. I have Frozen Two, another one of the movies mm. that me and my sister would sit down and watch. And uh, do you have any, sir? Uh, I just have a few movies like that I had a lot of fun watching. Avengers Endgame was one of them. Um, Brightburn. I, I really yeah. enjoyed that, mm-hmm. the Dark Superman yep, movie. I know that one. Um, Long Shot, a movie, a comedy with Seth Rogen and uh, uh, Charlize Theron that I absolutely loved. I thought it was a, a lot of fun. Um, and I'm in and out on Seth Rogen, but he was good in this one. Yep. And then lastly, one of my favorite movies of the year, period, but uh, a movie that I had a blast with, Jojo Rabbit. Um Taika Waititi's new film yep. about a kid in World War II whose imaginary friend is Adolf Hitler. Yeah, I missed that one. So It's a fun one. Awesome. Um, and th- what about uh, for music? Um, I would say Jonas Brothers Sucker, uh, Lizzo Truth Hurts. That song technically came out two years ago, but it was popular in 2019. But I think that's the weirdest song of 2019. But mm-hmm. I can't get it out of my I head whenever I hear it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I got uh, Halsey Graveyard was on there. Sean Mendez, Senorita. That song's pretty I'm fun. Okay. And then I had uh, Dean Lewis, Be All Right. That almost made my cut. And then uh, Hailstorm, uh, Still Breathing, which was basically an album that was released. It, it was their debut album re-released with B-Cuts. And that song was uh, my favorite song off that, you know, out of the new songs that was released. Mm-hmm. So. Or what Skillet albums didn't make the list, Tabby? I had Be All Right by <laughs> Dean Lewis, but I had No Place by Backstreet. I was really, you know, debating, debating whether or not to put on the list. Mm-hmm. But I have Young Blood by Five Seconds of Summer. And I have Rise Up, Save Me, Finish Line, Reach, and Never Jeez. Going Back. Oh, and Anchor by Skillet from the Victorious oh. album. Anchor is the only song I don't like on that album. Yeah, it's too slow for it's, me, but I mean, I still like it. Yeah, okay. Interesting. Awesome. That's why I didn't make it. What about list. you, sir? Uh, I just had a couple. I had I mentioned uh, one earlier, but uh, see, the, the, the 1975, which is a group I loved, I think they had my number one song last year. They uh, had a cool album come out this year, and they have a song called People. Which I enjoyed. The only reason why it really didn't make my list is because I don't think they go nine seconds without dropping the f bomb. So you couldn't play. <laughs> gotcha. It. Um, but I love the song. And then Haley Reinhardt is like one of my favorite singers. I th- her voice is like yes, just ugh, incredible. And she had a new album, like a new EP that came out this year. And just everything on that album, just I could listen to her just sing gibberish, and I'd be good for eighty minutes. So. Those are my honorable mentions. Nice. Uh, we do have uh, some emails, sir. So should we wah, wah. get into what the STL Nation had to say, sir? Yes, please. All right, let's do it. One shot, everything rides on tonight. Even 
All right, so our uh, we have two. So our first one comes from uh, Lisa the Legend. She says, hey, Masunas and family, I know everyone is geared up for the end of the year review. I just wanted to add some music inputs for the year. Probably one of my favorite things this year from TV and music was the show Songland. I didn't expect to like another music show, but man, did I fall hard. I've got all the music from the show, and it's amazing. Some highlights for me were Sam DeRosa. She went to school with Charlie Puth. Uh, Pill for This, Baby I Know, and Hard to Love. Uh, Josh Wood, Alone, and then Jonas Brothers Took, and Green Light from Abel Hart, and We Got Us by uh, Brandon J., etc. I have a heavy rotation this year. And excited for next season of music. Also, Ashley Tisdale dropped the new album, So Good, which I didn't know that. Insomnia, Voices in My Head, and Feeling uh, Do Good. All right, back to work. Much love to the nation. Lisa the Legend. So I, awesome. I like Ashley Tisdale. She's super fun yeah. times. So. And the last one comes from Cobra Kai Peter. So uh, we did a vote for favorite movies and songs of the year in STL Nation, and uh, nobody participated in the music. So I told Peter that, you know what, go ahead and send me your favorite song of the year, and, you know, I'm going to go ahead and play yours uh, because, you know, you're the only one that really participated. Hey, I put my picks in there. Awesome. So he picked Senorita as his favorite song, which is all right with me because that song mm-hmm. is super fun. So I'm going to go ahead and play that, uh, you know, at the end of the show. And uh, what he said is, what's up and happy 2020. There were a lot of songs that I really loved in 2019 and narrowing down was very difficult. Yeah, preaching to choir there, son. I enjoy duets and I'm a sucker for feel good songs. So my favorite song is Senorita. Can't wait for the episode. Much love, whatever nickname uh peter so because remember he, he used to be time traveling peter but you know i kind of changed it to cobra kai peter now because of his cobra kai empire so mm-hmm. pretty insane so uh yeah that's it for our email sir and uh thank you to the people on itunes because we got a nasty one star and dropped their rating and then everybody kicked in and boosted us back up to five stars so thank you for everybody Excellent. that went on there did some quick reviews thank you so much for that uh maybe next time we get together we'll go ahead and read those you're we're way over mm-hmm. time at this point. So, um, Jameson, thank you for joining me. Why don't you tell the people where they can find you if they can't hear you on this show? Sure. You can uh, find me uh, hosting Real Reviews. Uh, look, for, look for us on Facebook or on Twitter, Real Reviews. I also uh, join our buddy Jason on Flix Podcast and Real Films Podcast. You can listen to those. Uh, you, if you want to find links to all these things, well, I usually post links to them in the STL Nation page, which you should be part of on Facebook in the group or in the Movie Mojo Maniacs group on Facebook as well. There's links to all of those things. And if you want to see my rankings for all 212 movies I saw last, year uh what, what i loved and what i didn't love uh those will be in the group as well so uh come check it all out nice is that more movies than you watched the prior year um i'd have to look i think it's right about that number it might have been like 209 last okay. year yeah <laughs> it's insane it's always over it's always over 200 sometimes just barely yeah can you give just a quick story of how you are able to fit all these movies in during your week yeah, I mean, it's tough, man. Like, I go every Thursday night. Movies premiere Thursday nights. So I do my show. I do real reviews Thursday. I go to the theater, uh, check out a movie. Every Sunday afternoon, I go to a movie. 
Um, and then it's a lot of just like fitting it in when I can, you know, like it's tough. And then we also do throwback movies or streaming spotlights, whatever streaming on Netflix. And those are a lot of times like I'm up at like four in the morning watching a movie before I get ready for work. Wow. It's kind of crazy and it gets a little rough sometimes, yeah. but uh, dedicated to but the yeah. craft. Yeah, something like that. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, we just we just celebrated 300 episodes. I can't I can't quit now. <laughs> Got to keep going. You know, I, I think originally, I don't know if this is true, but I think we had a conversation when you first got the gig about, hey, do you think that you could do this show? And I'm like, well, I'd have to travel two hours every week to see the movie and be on the show with you. I'm like, I don't know, dude. I don't know if we can pull it off. And then luckily, here's the problem. <laughs> you found Mike. Thank God that worked out, dude. Yeah, here's the problem is that uh, at the time, you know, I was, ho- I was uh, hosting or, or co-hosting uh, three podcasts. And uh, not one of the my uh, my podcast co-hosts lived in the same state as me, much less the same town. And I was like, I don't know who I'm going to get. Like the people I talk to are always over Skype. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, luckily I was able to course Mike. I actually went through a couple of people. Mike, I hope you're not listening. Never heard <laughs> the story. Uh, I actually went through a couple of people before I got to Mike. Um, and the schedule was the problem is like trying to convince people like, Hey, you have to watch like three movies a week and be at the studio ready, prepared to talk on TV at this time. And it, you, there's no excuses. Like it has to happen. And you know, Mike is over the, what has it been now? Six years. I think he's missed like five episodes. Which is pretty great. Yeah, I've only I've only missed three. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and you know, and he offers a very different perspective on it. And sometimes we get pretty heated talking about movies because sometimes I think he doesn't understand movies. But uh, it's nice. I love it. I love it. I love the guy. It's awesome. Well, yep. congratulations again, sir. And uh, Thank you. I don't I don't know if this will be the last time I talk to you until next year. I don't know. Man. No, we're doing Demolition Man, right? <laughs> right. We're going to make it happen. I don't know how. I, we will. Maybe, we will. maybe um, I'll review it, and then you review it, and then uh, you send me the <laughs> we'll file, together. and I'll put it together <laughs> and make it sound like we did it together somehow. I don't know. I love it. Why not? It, that'll be- uh, you, you, it, you did it with- You had a conversation with Arnold Schwarzenegger years ago. You could do it with me. It's true. That was super fun. I, I did I did the <laughs> audio clip. Me and Tabby love watching the Arnold phone, prank phone calls. So I, yeah. I had one of those soundboards, and I had a conversation with Arnold while I was reviewing the movies. So that, oh that was fun. All right, guys. Well, uh, remember, uh, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. I know it's super long. It's going to be, I know you're going to have to watch, listen to this in a couple of days. Uh, there's no way I'm releasing it in two parts either. It's just one solid episode. I, I don't care go. how long it is. And uh, if you want to write in, feel free to do so. STLpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to join the Facebook page. Uh, just look, type in Sweep Delay Podcast. You'll find it there. Join the group. And dude, do you know movie mo- your movie Mojo Maniacs is still like public? So like everybody can see everything you do in there. I don't know if you do that on purpose, but. Yeah, it's okay. I'm just trying to get people to join. And it opens up the doors to all kinds of spam. Fair enough. <laughs> well, uh, thank you guys for uh, for the super fun, eclectic, skillet uh, mm. episode. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, sorry, guys. Uh, we promise next year will be different because they won't have a new album out. So we'll be forced to listen to something else. So mm-hmm. it's not like it's on purpose. It just that's what happens, man. You know, you just you listen to all these different things, but then you kind of just get, you know. Yeah, it's all right. You love what you love. Yeah, it's true. Have fun editing this, by the way. <sighs> Especially that conversation we had. Oh, it's all right. Oh. Yeah, that I'm not leaving in. So, 
Our oh, hurtful. At least listen to it. Yeah, I will. I will definitely <laughs> listen to it. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. We will catch you on the next episode. I have no idea what that is, but we'll announce it in the Facebook group. And uh, hope you guys had a good time. So we'll catch you on the next episode. So you guys have a good one. Take care. Masunis out. It's cool. It's, it's forgiven. I, I'm, I'm trying, you know. Uh-oh. Uh, well. Uh, All right. Well, got to take your break. Go ahead. Gotta okay, take your break. Take a call. Oh, boy. I thought we were taking calls on the air. <laughs> Caller, are you there? Um. Yeah, uh, Mr. Masunas. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't like your take on Star Wars. I thought it was a bad movie. Um. And also way too much skill on the list. <laughs> okay. Whoops.
<laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, love you. Aww. He never says that to me anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, mom's. Oh, okay. She's like, you're still recording? You're like, yeah, I haven't even started editing yet. <laughs> Stop calling. We would have to keep editing. I think I know what your number one movie is. I bet you you do. <laughs> I bet I know what Mike's number one movie is. Yep. <laughs> Boy, he thought you guys were going to say it at the same time. Yeah, he kind of spoiled it. Well, nice job. Well, yeah. this is great. This is good radio. Yeah. Keep it keep it all in. Lots of radio. I, what I used to do is he would like take off to deal with you guys when you were little. Uh-huh. We'd be recording, and he'd be like, "Ah, oh, the girls!" And I'd hear him in the background, like, "Guys, knocking off!" And then I would just talk trash about him while knowing that he w- couldn't hear me, uh-huh. and see if he'd leave it in if he'd forget to edit it all out. <laughs> Did he ever? <laughs> it was a couple of times. I think he always heard it and just left it in. But yeah, yeah, because you know we started recording. I think you were like seven. Oh boy, ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Ask him when our first episode was cool as ice. Like, it was probably 10 years ago. Wow, time flies. I know, right? Yep. STL podcast. I should subscribe to this. One of these days, I should subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> I think, come on, I never listen. I don't know. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be taken over soon. It is. I can. I can already feel it. I think if he goes for like these long gaps between episodes, you should just record ones without him. Not even tell him. I will. You just tell him, hey, put this up. Be like, what's this? Don't worry about it. I'll just be like, there's a special little surprise for you on your computer. <laughs> I like it. Uh-huh. Let's see. When was our first episode? No. I got Uh-oh. She got that Chinese virus? 2012. <laughs> 2012 was our first episode together. Eight years ago. Wow. Yeah. Mama's got the coronavirus? I guess. That's no good. Oh, it sounds like she has it. Oh, no. Put her in quarantine. Oh, boy. We will. He's going to have lots of dry editing. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I don't miss that. Uh Uh-huh. I have the Chinese flu, apparently. Yeah, Jameson. Chinese flu. Jameson said we have to quarantine you. Yeah. Not sure how I got it. I don't remember the last time we went to China. When have you eaten Chinese last? When was the last time we ate Chinese? Like months ago? Four months ago? Yeah, like four, mm. four months ago. I heard it's, you know, it gets you through egg rolls. That's what I heard. I don't think we eat egg rolls. Okay, fine. You're safe then. I think she's all right. Yeah, I think she's fine. I think somebody's just paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so what are we doing? We're doing your number two song because he skipped you? Yeah. What a jerk. How rude. How rude.
How much longer till we get your little sister on this show? I don't know. We'll have to... Yeah, we'll have to get her on. Yeah. What's her name going to be? I don't know. We got to come up with something fun. K-Mac? That doesn't sound right. No. The K-Ster? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Really hard. Yeah. I think we've got some time to figure it out. Yeah, we got a couple months Mm -hmm. or years. Months? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, when Dad retires, I'll be the next one. Then when I retire, Kaylee will be the next one. There you go. Just keep it going. And then we'll have a big old retirement episode. I like it. That's what I thought I was going to do with my radio show. It was me and Logan, and then he left and landed and replaced him. <laughs> I thought I was going to pass it on to Tirza, but we shut it down a couple months ago. Why? I was like, oh, I thought we were going to, hey, it's just got to be work. Got to be too much work. And I had, you know, it's not like this show. I can't go three weeks without a show. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be on the air. So after a while, I was like, we were just playing reruns constantly. I'm like, yeah, we're not going to keep doing this. People are starting to realize that these are all reruns. The people don't know won't hurt them. That's right. Number two. Mom's going from here. We had a lovely conversation that you'll get to hear. We're keeping it all in. Yeah, keeping it all in. Oh, boy. We're talking about Kaylee. So when you retire, this becomes my show. And then after I'm retired, it becomes Kaylee's show. Yeah, it's... Uh, sorry, dude. Yeah, found the call because she was sent home from work. So yeah, she's I obviously got that coronavirus. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so she needed me to help bring some stuff in. Uh, she's like, I'm gonna be coughing. Like, did you want to go upstairs so that doesn't show up in the mic? And I'm like, we're almost done. She's like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. So all right, so we left right. off on a uh, number two. So what was your number two song, Tavi? My number two song was completely by Jen Ledger. <laughs> People are gonna be so pissed at us. <laughs> so, um, why do you why did you love this song so much? I don't know. The second I heard it, I instantly fell in love with this song. It just has like a great tune. Like I love her voice, just period. But then, like with all of the added instruments and everything, it makes the song like ten times better. And then I am a um bridge girl right yes she loves bridges and songs that's like her thing and the little bridge she does in this song i absolutely love have you heard this one jameson i'm not sure if i have or not okay so this was uh uh jen's this was her only uh single she released in this uh for this year was an e you know because she did the ep Mm -hmm. the prior year and uh, and this is the one that I I showcased earlier in the year because this is the one that has the double drums going, you know, her, oh, sure. her her playing and then her other drummer going. So mm-hmm. it is really unique. But the the song is really great, great message. Obviously, it's pretty sweet. So that's uh, and I already said what my number two is. So we'll go ahead and play our number two song. So here yeah. we go. But we'll announce in the Facebook group and uh, hope you guys had a good time. So we'll catch you on the next episode. So you guys have a good one. Take care. Masuna out. All right, sir. You two are adorable. Uh, Just flat out adorable. All right.